Hello, welcome to Death by Podcast. We're back today with episode nine, I think. Is that right? I think that's right. Eight? Oh, it is nine because we nine, did, we did that one. I am Adam. That is Kevin. Disease. <laughs> uh, today's show is thank you for joining us. Um, we're still working on our intro. I don't know what to say every time I every time I introduce the podcast, but we get better. Um, we what's today's show? House, nineteen eighty five House, and a double whammy House Two, the second story. So, something I learned, Kevin, about this this franchise is that there is a third and a fourth movie. Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that, and I've loved I, these movies since I was a kid. I did know that I so I didn't know anything about these. I'll, the only experience I had with these movies was uh, in Scream Two. Uh, they're brought up as a joke, like it's a, they make it. They make a joke about these movies. What do they say? You remember? Yeah, there are so. <laughs> it's because I saw Scream Two a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, the Randy Jamie Kennedy character is talking about. Um, He's making the argument in film class that um, I guess somebody's making the point that, oh, he's he's saying that sequels are never better than um, than the predecessor. Sure. Yeah. And people are bringing up examples and he's he's shutting him down like someone strikes back. He said it doesn't count. It's part of a trilogy. It was planned. Which is another thing. I don't think that's true, but that's a whole, a whole different podcast. <laughs> um, but anyway, and I don't remember if it's him or if it's the Timothy Elephant, whoever it is, mentions this. They say House Two, the second story, and then everyone throws like crumpled up paper at him as if to be like, oh, hey, "You're like, crazy!" Like, get out of here. Yeah. So he's saying House Two is better than the first. I think that who? Yeah, they're making that point that House that's Two. Great. What do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. What do you, um, just yes or no, just like keep it. As oh, yeah, I undoubtedly, I, I like the second one better. No shit. I, I really, really like the second one a lot more. Wow. Okay. All right. I can't wait to hear. Um, which may, which we talked about it before the, uh, before we started the show that since we were doing the two, I was going to take the lead on one and he was, Kevin's going to take the lead on two because <clears throat> he had more to say about it. So that's, that's really interesting. But I didn't know it was a three and a four. Number three is called, house house three the horror show well it was only called that i know in yeah it was in, uh, they Europe. said it was exactly they said it was too intense to fall into lockstep with the franchise being a little silly and campy so they they just called it the horror show and they took house off um and that one has stars lance henriksen yeah and brian guy. and brian james from Blade Runner and Fifth Element. Most people don't know his name, but you totally recognize his face, which is crazy because I'm a huge Lance Henriksen fan and I'm a huge House fan, and I never knew that those existed. The fourth one and and the the fourth one, both of those three and four are on YouTube in HD for free. FYI, House Four is called The Repossession, and it stars Cat William Cat from the first yeah, one. It's a sequel to the first one. It's a direct sequel to the first one. Well, I don't know if it's direct. I know that it is in sure. continuity with the first okay. one. Okay. And the second one, I you know, that's I awesome. That it, that's it awesome. I, I want to see them. They're probably really bad, but I want to see them. 
which is kind of funny if you think about it. I mean, think the just naming these movies. I mean, I'm glad it's House One, House Two, House Three. Having to explain that to someone, be like, well, House Four is actually House Two, but <laughs> it's not. It's a sequel to One. Two is. It's, it's <laughs> you know, it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, so there's a lot to talk. There's more to talk about with these than I thought we would have. Um, but first, we wanted to mention the uh, Candyman, the new. Is it a remake or it's not a sequel? I don't it's think. a I think remake. It's just a remake. The new Candyman trailer dropped today, and we just watched it before the show. Kevin has not seen Candyman. What did you think about it? I think that trailer looks. It looks pretty good. It looks interesting to say the least. I mean, it's it's sold me. I'm in. I agree. Um, that- that cast is awesome. Yeah, they can't, the the vibe looks cool. I hate that I'm I'm a little um not weary of uh Jason Peel projects or Jason Jordan Peel projects now. Right. Me too. It, because I I think and I really really liked Get Out. Agree. But I do think it was it was overrated. Agree. But yeah, I mean, but it, I thought it was great. But um and since I don't think he's been able to everything else i've you know he did twilight zone series he did uh us and nothing's really hit the mark for me he did something else that i was like did you catch the twilight zone yes i I watched a few episodes i haven't seen any of it where what is it on anything it was it was on cbs all access but it's done now they only did cb it should be called cbs no access (laughs) i wish because the new star trek's on there i wish no one could watch that (laughs) Um, I agree about us. Us was a really interesting idea that didn't execute very well. But get yeah, out. I, was, I fell asleep, and it was usually that's on me. But yeah. on this one, I feel like it was on us. Yeah, but yeah, the trailer looks awesome. So the original movie, and it looks like it's pretty close to the original movie. In fact, at the beginning they show the projects, and the original was shot here in Chicago at Cabrini Green, which doesn't exist anymore. They tore it down. But that was like uh, project housing. It, it was a, it was a scary place to begin with, and then they go and they film this Candyman movie there. It added to the scare factor big time. Uh, Virginia Madsen is the reporter. I think she's the reporter, whatever, doing the working on the story in the original. Uh, and Tony Todd is the Candyman uh, in this new one. It looks like I don't because he's he's got a name that I'm not I'm not even going to try to uh, pronounce, but Dr. Man, uh, Dr. Manhattan. Oh, from the new Watchmen. And also uh, Black Manta from Aquaman. I didn't see Aquaman. Dude, it's, it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm Moist. psyched. And and we were talking before the podcast a little bit about Tony Todd. I fucking love Tony Todd from he's he's in a lot of Star Trek. And he's in a lot of uh, and and The Rock. He's awesome. And like he's, he's just <laughs> such an awesome character actor that pops up yeah he is, he is. I, every time i think of him i think of him in uh in the rock he goes i don't listen to that soft ass shit you're talking about the movie the rock not the person he's not inside the person the rock no he's not yeah he's right. not i mean as far as i know all for, right. you know for all it I could know, be the, that maybe that's why he's so dwayne big. johnson might just be a puppet yeah that's why he's so big he's got another person he's got tony todd that's living, where it's, living that's inside of him. <laughs> Tony Todd's like it's like, yeah. He's wearing a, a Dwayne Johnson suit and he just that would um, make sense. I've they've, they've never been in the same movie. If you never see them together. There you go. Answered. Do you remember at HorrorCon when we see in Tony Todd? Were you with yeah. us? 
Yeah. Were you were you standing next to me when <laughs> I was with Joe, my brother Joe? You you were standing. The three of us were just standing there, and Tony Todd either walked by us or we walked by him. I think Joe, I remember this. Yeah. Every time we passed him, Joe would go, "Candyman!" Like under his breath all day. <laughs> and Tony Todd would be looking around like, "Motherfucker, who is that?" And Joe would just like scoot out of the way. It was hilarious. I remember being, I don't even know if I had, if I brought it up to you guys, but I remember being annoyed, like, fuck, I didn't know Tony Todd was going to be here. I wish I could get a picture because he plays Worf's brother on, on Star Trek. His name's Kern and he's a recurring character. And I would, I'm like, I wish I could get a picture, like a photo of Kern, but I'm at a horror convention. <laughs> like I, They can only find photos. Hang on, right? Yeah. Like he wears Klingon makeup and he's, yeah. he's great. He's, I mean, he's plays multiple roles on Star Trek. Like okay. he's in Deep Space Nine as an older version of a. He's in the. He's in, in my opinion, the best episode. One of the best episodes of Star Trek ever. Which isn't saying uh, much, but yeah. that's cool. Um, <laughs> also, the the crow, right? Is he in the crow? Yeah. I've only seen the crow once or twice, yeah. and I was like, yeah, one of my best friends. It's his favorite movie. He's seen it a thousand times. Yeah, because um, he's the henchman of the like one of the henchmen of the bad guys. But I went to the. 25th or 30th anniversary of the crow whatever it couldn't have been 30 so it's probably like 20 or whatever and it was at c2e2 they had a panel and tony todd was there and i met him because i was with my ex-girlfriend at the time and she was like obsessed with him and dragged us up there but i was glad i got to say hi to him he was cool that's awesome yeah he seemed like even at like at the con he was there were some guys that were like it wasn't really cool to walk up to him Right, like out, uh, like if they weren't at their table or, and you Tony Todd was in the mix. He was like Tony Todd was straight up. Yeah, I mean he was like in the in the aisles or whatever. Yeah, he was he was like almost attending the con. And if you stopped him, I mean he would he was constantly getting a crowd around him because he would you know people were like dude shit like you know where and and I mean it makes sense like if you're Robert England you're going to get mobbed so you have to kind of have security right you know but. And I mean, seeming, but Tony Todd was, and that was the other thing. You could, a lot of those guys, I mean, a lot of them are cool, but you know, they, they just want to, you know, you go up and you sign, you say what you want to say. They save a little bit back and sign it. Tony Todd right. seemed to be down to have conversations with everybody, right. you know, speaking of Lance Henriksen, I met him there. I won't get off on a tangent, but man, one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. And he yeah. just wanted to talk to me forever. And I was like, dude. I got to go. You got to go. <laughs> like, I'm going to go now. So you we both got to go. Like, shut up, Lance Henriksen. Um, but this trailer, I really liked. It looked great. The vibe, the aesthetic. I love the use of those shadow puppets. I wonder um, if those are going to be actually be in the movie or if that was just for the trailer. It looked like it was because there was a scene where like a kid was playing with something that was with playing with them, like something that was casting the shadow. But also in that cast, uh, the other main guy in the trailer, uh, the black guy is a lot of people don't know him and I cannot remember his name and I should have looked it up, but he's in fear the walking dead. He's one of the main characters who's been in it since the beginning, all like seven seasons or whatever it is. Is it the guy that plays, uh, was he in the, in the regular show too? No, that's Morgan. That's, that's um, the, okay. That's the black guy. I know. From that's uh, what's his face. Uh, it'll pop in my head. No, but this guy plays this. He starts out as like a shyster and he's like conning every, like a con man. He's conning everybody. And then uh, makes it to the end, and he's like a 
solid dude and then twists and turns but he's a phenomenal actor and he's got a very unique delivery with the way he speaks very like he's like he's like alicia and then you should come over here and tell me this and he's very like i love the way he talks um but yeah it's cool to see him and other you know i love when i see like obscure people from shows that i watch or movies doing more work so it's good to see uh but yeah i'm gonna definitely check that movie out like it's yeah. not often that a a new horror movie especially a remake trailer looks like oh they're doing new stuff with that that looks cool so yeah it looks it definitely raised my yeah I, I'm, but I'm, you should, I'm before we see that you should see the original because the original I'm, I'm pro- i think i'm gonna watch it tonight yeah I, th- I, I would say it holds up i've never seen any of the sequels but do you, I'm sure you've heard the B story, right? About Tony Todd? No. Well, I guess he there's a scene in in the first one where he's he's got like a mouthful of bees. Right. Well, I guess going into it, he was like, I'll really do it, but I want a thousand dollars for every bee sting I get. And he wound <laughs> up getting like a shitload of money because he got stung like twenty six times. No shit. Yeah. But that was that was the deal he made. Like, I'll do this for real. But if every, every time I get stung, I want to tell. Hell no, hell no, I'm not going to do that. I might make that. I don't know, dude. If you're if you're even in the slightest allergic, that's going to kill you. Yeah. Give me a million dollars per per beast. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, as much as I can, uh, there's a new there's a series on Netflix called Black Summer. Did you ever see that? No. Dude. Oh, I, I, you know what? I saw, wait, is a series? I saw the, yeah. the little icon for it, the thumbnail for it. Okay. Well, that's exciting. I'm glad you saw the, the smallest picture possible. Well, I saw when I was going through it. <laughs> it's a recommended for you, Black Summer. Don't worry, everyone. He huh. saw, the, Kevin saw the thumbnail. Now, <laughs> it looked like a zombie. It is. Okay. Please, please watch it. Um, because after we watched Army, uh, Army of the Dead and we're so disappointed, Dude, this will make up for so much of all the zombie garbage that's out there. The first season is phenomenal, and they did some they did some stuff in it that I, I told my brother. My brother Joe is also a massive horror fan, uh, so I'll probably reference him every once in a while. But I told him that, in my opinion, when I saw that first season, which came out like two or three years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it I, was. It, I thought it was new. It was um, the only thing moving the zombie genre forward, in my opinion. Uh, they did a lot of really awesome stuff. The way they shoot it, camera-wise, is very uh, un- unique and appropriate for the setting and the story that's going on. It centers around uh, a mom and her daughter trying to get out of this city and be safe. And it's fast zombies. Um, but they do this thing where when, when you die in this this doesn't really spoil anything, but when you die in this show or in this universe, uh, you immediately turn into a zombie. There's no, it's like literally boom, boom. Uh, so they do this thing. That's just phenomenal where a person will be running away from a zombie. And in this, in the show, there's like factions of humans that are still alive that are like, you know, fighting for survival. And so a person will be running that that's alive. They'll get shot. And before they can hit the ground, they turn into a zombie. And it's just terrifying because it's like they're running away or something and then get shot. And then all of a sudden it's like, 
bam zombie and then they're running chasing you and it's just like holy shit i mean that sounds cool it's phenomenal so the second season is what i'm talking about just dropped maybe last week i noticed it's been so long since i watched the first season but i noticed like a lot of carryover with the cast which is cool the characters the same mom and daughter in it it's jamie king do you remember her yeah 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 Yeah. she also produces at least the second season so it's like her thing now and it's just more of the same it's really great and they upped it in my opinion they upped it in this and they there's a scene towards the end that i was like why has no one ever done that in a zombie movie like it's crazy it's like this really long single shot uh you know un un uh unedited or unbroken whatever it's called but what happens in that scene i won't say and it's just like holy shit like phenomenal series so check it out black summer on netflix netflix if you're listening throw us some money you know just throw it at us but yeah uh that's what i did this week watch that and that's all i got you got anything no um i oh a couple things well i re i I rewatched a little monsters last night with my wife i was i told her before i'm like i don't think this is gonna hold up and i don't think you're gonna like it because you (laughs) had never heard of it when was the last time you saw it i like fifth probably 20 years ago shit I'm watching it and I'm like, I think this holds up. But then again, I've got, I saw it a million times as a kid. So it might just be like, I, like, you know, and then I, I'm like, what are you, she's like, I love this movie. This is great. Really? Like, really? She's like, yeah, she was all over it, which is surprising. Cause she, she, she doesn't like, she didn't like Goonies. She didn't like, like she didn't, she, she, she thought AT was like, you know, she didn't see AT until about three months ago. But what did she think of ET? She thought it was good. But she, I literally had to lie to her to get her to the theater. Like they had a, like the, there's a theater by our house that every Thursday they play an older movie. That's cool. They did ET, and I, I basically had to lie to her. I told her we were going to see something else, and it started. And she, she was like, I refuse to see ET. No shit. Why? Yeah. She just didn't. She thought she's like he's ugly and weird, and I don't what? have divorce. Yeah. She was not into it. <laughs> she hates gremlins. I mean, she's great. I love Dude. my wife. You know. <laughs> But she, yeah, she hates gremlins and she hates a little shot of horrors. I can't wait till she, 20 years from now, when she listens to this episode and is she is, is, is reassured, is reassured that, that you love her. Um, but she appreciates, like E.T., she was like, all right, yeah. that was a good movie. Okay. But I'm never watching it again. She doesn't have the nostalgia for it that I, sure. you know, but is, Little Monsters, little monsters? like, this is like Hook is one where I'm like, how is this is great? And she's like, no, this is kind of dumb. Hook? You know? Yeah, because she didn't see it as a kid. Hook is phenomenal. How can I, you not? It doesn't matter. How can you not enjoy Hook? I don't know. I, I don't know because I uh, saw it as a kid. So I, I appreciate it. And I think like, I think you should stop. Stop telling her that the reason she should like it or would like it is because you liked it as a kid. Just say <laughs> just say like, hey, do you want to watch this movie? It's it's good. You okay. Know, that being said, she she did. She really liked Little Monsters, which I was surprised by. But is Little Monsters a kids movie? Would yeah, you say? it's a kids movie. It's not a horror movie, but it is it's it's basically Monsters Inc. In fact, if they is Monsters Inc. I mean, could be sued for ripping off this movie. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's but it's it's a lot. It's a, it's darker. It's it's but it's it's good. It's it's it's. I think you would appreciate it. You know, 
it's kind of got explorers vibe a little bit but yeah. it's yeah i think you'd like it and it's fred savage and daniel stern fucking kicks ass in it yeah oh uh, god did, i'm sorry to go on a tangent. did i tell you about the chud commentary no okay so i've been i was looking up i was looking to buy a chud all these reviews and everything online there's like the apparently the commentary track on it is like legendary and really? I, I ordered the dvd and it's on the regular DVD, but like Daniel Stern's on it, like the whole cast is on it, the director, and apparently it's one of like the best commentary, like literal reviews on IMDb are like, or on Amazon are like, movie sucked, commentary track is awesome. Movie sucked? Who said I mean, that? People are, I don't know, I didn't get, get his out name, of here. People. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm in, I want to hear yeah. this comment, because I don't know what it is, I love Daniel Stern. That's cool. Um, I've never, that's on the DVD? Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out because I, I don't think I own the DVD. I own like two two copies of the VHS that I can't watch because I don't have a v, uh, VCR. <laughs> I have but, two VCRs. No shit. All right. It's the only way you can watch Star Wars, right? Yeah. Well, you ever seen the Despecialized edition? Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Those are good, but they they live on my hard drive. Right. No, you're right. If you want to watch uh, Star Wars correctly on a big screen, I want to check oh, that and- out. One more thing uh, that I found that um, it was super under the radar for me. Um, so you know Arrow Films, right? Yes. The distribution company they make the they make kick-ass Criterion type Blu-rays. Right. Their app, they have a streaming app that I mean I think rivals Shutter. It's is- they have a shitload of their movies. They don't have everything they have available, but they have a ton of movies. They have a reanimator. They have brighter reanimator. They have. Right off the bat, I was like, I like this collection of movies, and they include a lot of the, like the one hour, like a lot of the special features that are on the, the Blu-rays they put on there. So like the hour and a half documentary on Reanimator, that's on the Blu-ray, that's on this app, and that's where I got to watch. The, they have one for House, and yeah, I got to watch it, and it was just, yeah, and it's it's five bucks a month. I mean, between that and Shutter, yeah. that's the same price as most of these. You know, I would take right. that over. I don't Disney Plus is Simpsons, but Paramount is, Plus uh, or whatever else. You is know? is it? Uh, it's not strictly horror. It no, it's not. It's they have and they. I I honestly I like how they collect. They they have like collections. Like they'll say, okay, here's all the, the shit we have from the seventies. Here's all the like seventies cop movies we have, or here's all the newer stuff, or here's all the like. Yeah, they. But it, they have a lot of, it's all over the place. But it they, is a lot, a lot of horror. Really? How how does their '80s stuff look? There's a lot, and it's yeah. a lot of stuff that's like, like they have slaughterhouse and massacre. It's all like, it's solid, and uh, I was really impressed with it. And I mean, you can get it on the on all the TVs and everything else. And I'll check it out. Yeah, Arrow. it's you know, and they have like themes. And they they literally have their movies listed by decade, so you can go and they have like a sla- they have an essential, essential slasher section and that's cool. It's called yeah. Arrow Films. It's just Arrow Films. Arrow Films. Arrow Films. If you're listening out there, throw us some money. Just throw it at yeah. us. All right, let's get into this house stuff because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. So the first movie, would you say these are haunted house movies? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Okay. In fact, in the first one, I didn't love it the first time I watched it. And how many then times when did you watch I, it? The first time I watched it this week. I mean, you, how many times did you watch the first movie? I, well, I watched it 
uh, I watched it and then I watched the making of it and the making of it made me appreciate a little more and I okay. revisited it, you know, and I liked it a little better the second time. And after right. seeing the second one, I like it a little better. Okay. But because I couldn't. The, well, go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think they're haunted house movies. <laughs> I so I saw this movie when I was a kid, 85. It was just one of those that was on the VHS. It was on HBO, whatever it was, watching it all the time. And it's also got an iconic poster and VHS cover with the severed hand ringing the doorbell. It's so awesome. We, uh, what's his name? William Cat. William Cat is the lead as Roger, Roger Cobb. Greatest American hero. I, I have never seen that show. Dude, you know what it is, right? I've heard of it. Yeah, Believe but... it or not, I'm walking on air. I never song, thought I but... could feel so free. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, that's that Seinfeld song. No, it's not. It's the theme song to Greatest American Hero. No shit. Go check it out. Steve Miner directed this. Sean S. Cunningham produced it. Harry Manfredini did the music. Do you know the who, who, where those three men are from? Friday the 13th? Yes. Yes. And did, they, yeah. did it hit you like at the very beginning? The, it felt like a Friday the 13th movie? Just with the- yeah. The opening sequence, the opening credits on both these uh, are, they, they give you that vibe. Yeah, big time. Cunningham was, I had it written down, whatever, but he did the original, the first movie, I believe, uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, well, Minor directed. Minor did. He directed two and three. Two and three, where Jason gets his mask for the first time, mm-hmm. um, or where Jason actually becomes the killer. And two, no mask. Three gets his mask. So I just thought like there were a lot of even though this movie has way more camp and it's a, a bit mostly a lighter feel to it. The second one has a way lighter feel to it. Uh, yeah. But this. This definitely, I felt like Cunningham and Minor, they were kind of getting together and they were like, because um, there was some drama with the Friday the 13th series as far as Cunningham was in, involved. I remember watching one of the documentaries and I can't remember what it was, but I felt like with this movie, there were themes in it and, and ideas in it where he was like, I didn't get to do this in Friday the 13th, so I'm going to do it here, uh, especially with Night Court at the end, um, walking around zombie style. Oh, bull. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, big Ben. <laughs> um, some of the other cast, though, Kay Lenz, the his ex-wife, the mom. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like you recognize her face. Where is she from? Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't I, look her up. I, I, I looked her up, and I didn't recognize anything. But I was like, I feel like there was a maybe an '80s series she was in or something. Who else? Who else? Oh, uh, Michael. What's his name? Michael Ensign, Ensignine. Uh, oh, was... oh, the oh, that was that was a big surprise. You know who the I'm talking about? Manager of the, of the hotel? Central Hotel in yeah, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I the whole scene. I'm excuse like, me, excuse me. The whole that whole scene with him playing, and he's just a what is he? He's a dickhead real estate guy, and yeah. I was just like, yeah, is that I, is that the manager? Yeah, the I love Central him in Ghostbusters. He's so great. Good. He's, yeah. Because the scenes he's in. I had no idea the... it cost so much. I'll, I won't pay it. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. We could just put him right, put him right back yeah. on it. You know, <laughs> like his, the scenes he's, he's great in his scenes, but the scenes he's involved in are some of the best in scenes in Ghostbusters, you know? Yeah. He's a perfect. 
Yeah, that was great. <laughs> He's perfect. Um, George went, right? George went. Uh, Norm, which is crazy because Cliff is in the second one. I can't believe they didn't keep that tradition up, like in House Three and Four. I don't know that they didn't. Uh, I who seen else those would they? Two. I guess they could. Yeah, I guess they could pull different characters. But those two guys are like the Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello of the sure. Cheers. Well, I mean, if, if I had my way, we'll get we'll get to House Two. All right. <laughs> but I, I would I want a whole separate series about John Dude, Ratzenberger. I totally character. agree. I totally agree. Um, <laughs> Uh, why do I have written down? Let's see, Richard Mull. Who's Richard Mull? Richard Mull is Bull. Oh, he, Bull. okay. He plays Big Ben. Though. Right, right. Okay. Uh, Stephen Williams. You know Stephen Williams? He's got a bit part. He's one of the cops, but he's uh, Twenty One Jump Street and Deep Throat on X Files. The black, the black guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love. Oh him, God, man. that is deep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a deep, deep cut. I yeah. haven't thought about that in years. He's got a, such an amazing voice, and just like when he shows up, he's kind of, he's always like, he always knows what to do, and I don't know. I just I like his dialogue it. in this movie. Literally, I was like, what is this movie? Yeah. <laughs> like the lines he has to give. I'm yeah. like It's like, oh, you want to, you want an autograph? I want to use your bathroom or like yeah. whatever. I'm looking well, at, the at one point he's staring at the, a painting on the wall and he right. goes, and he comes up to him and goes, what are you doing? And he goes, just looking at this thing on the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude, I wrote, I, I made a note about those paintings. Like those are some crazy ass paintings. They talk about those a lot in the documentary. Really? Yeah. The guy that painted them, they actually have a funny story because you know, the one is like, has a lot of white on it because it's unfinished. Uh-huh. Well, like one of the guys, the guy that actually painted it was like, he, the, the direction was do it unfinished, you know? And he goes, okay. So he just didn't finish. He's like, the thing is when you paint, you just keep adding more detail and that's how you paint. But then when I turned it in, he was like, no, I want big unfinished parts of the painting. And he's like, that's not how you paint. <laughs> he's like, but I'll put big giant white spots on it if you want. <laughs> it's not like you paint the water and then the guy and then the boat. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, I would actually argue that this. I think this movie is definitely a haunted house movie. I don't think the second one is a haunted house movie. And by any Cliff Clavin even says like in the second movie, he's like, looks like you got a. Dim uh, another dimension yeah it's there, like a know? parallel dimension like, yeah it's the, weird what i really liked about this one and the, the watching the doc i got i got this more i like that the the ghosts in the movie are like tied it's not like they're tied to him but like like the the, the ghost in the closet for example is like they made him out of like like the idea was to make Vietnam memories like into a creature so he's got like bullets for hands and he's got like like guns on his arm like it's supposed to be I didn't his... notice that that's awesome yeah I didn't notice it either till they brought it up and showed a bunch of shit and even talking about that in the documentary like that's kind of uh, the deal in special effects you spend a month making something it's on screen for two seconds yeah <laughs> you know but, yeah this I mean thing, that though, thing looked cool I was surprised know? I've always been I've always thought that it was a cool creature, the closet monster. Yeah, me too. But apparently that was like his, like, you know, I don't know if you could associate with, okay, well, there was a ghost in the house and it was using his, the fact that he couldn't get over Vietnam 
right? His ex- you know, his experiences, his his horror. Yeah, he was using I, his horror until like until Norm saw the ghost. I was I was I wasn't sure if it was just is he going crazy right. or is he you know? That's the that's the thing. That was a cool thing when when Norm does see the ghost. You know, and speaking of like not using it enough, at least that thing got like two scenes, like two totally separate scenes at different points in the movie. But when Norm does see it, I was like, I was thinking about the two perspectives, like Norm's perspective and Cobb's perspective. What is it? Julian Cobb? Jimmy? Jimmy Roger Cobb. Cobb. Julian? Jimmy? Roger. Roger? All right. Yeah, it's Roger Cobb. I was like, you know, he gets sucked into the closet. And then what is Norm seeing while he's in the closet like is it just a big black space and then all of a sudden it turns into closet automatically you know but he wakes up they solve that by when the closet spits him out norm's lying there drunk oh yeah he just got he decided to get loaded he decided to get loaded so it's like easily explained away (laughs) in norm's head it's explained away so that was that was i liked that touch but Basically, I like the movie. That he, he got loaded in the like he didn't even bother to go find a bottle and go down. <laughs> Apparently, he had a bottle on him and just because right. he's in the same spot that he left him. Right. Like he's just sitting there and he must just okay. Well, I'm gonna get fucked up now. I remember seeing that as a kid when he's like, oh, he's holding on to his hand and he's like, something like the last thing I'll do is let go. And he's, then like, he's like, I'm like, not gonna let you go. Yeah. And then he and then boom, he go. goes. I just remember be, as a kid being like so sad about that. I don't know. Hmm. Um, so the movie, I guess the house, the house is haunted already. They don't really explain why, but the, the aunt who owns the house hangs herself and we find out later. The opening scene is pretty raw. It is the The grocery boy. Yeah. The grocery boy is, that's the other thing about this movie. People just, people just walk into other people's houses (laughs) willy nilly (laughs) and just like demand things of them. All the yeah. time, it's Grocery like a boy. fucking bug. Like it's it is. It's like a Bugs Bunny honeymoon or something. It's just like <laughs> everybody's like a cartoon in this in this first one. Grocery boy shows up and uh, to deliver the groceries and just walks into the house and fi- ends up finding the aunt hanging there. And we find out later that like she said, we see her or, or Cobb sees her and she says that the house tricked her somehow. So the house is already haunted. We don't really get a reason, get any background on that, um, like how the house got haunted, because it's not the same house in number two. No, totally different, completely different. Which is cool. That's something that you and I always talk about, as far as like sequels go. Like what we would do for a sequel, and it, it's like set it in a different place with a different house and go from there. And they yeah. kind of do that in the sequel, which is cool. I loved uh, this movie as much as of a part. As much of a part of my history as this movie is, when watching it this time around and taking notes, I realized like it really falls short on a lot of my favorite '80s tropes. Like um, after his book signing, which is hilarious with all the different people in line, the street that they're walking on is like, man, I was like, that doesn't feel like the '80s. That feels like, you know, North Avenue or, or some trashy street like back in north carolina where i grew up it's like you couldn't have done better than that there's a but they do there's a lot of uh instance like just instances in this movie where they could have 
they don't go out of they don't make an effort to show the 80s i guess uh which is fine well except for the scene uh, with the so, kid well we can talk about that v-neck that dude i have a note i have a note about the v-neck <laughs> what did i say biggest v-neck in history that's what my note says you know i gotta tell you v-necks v-necks get a bad rap uh you don't wear I, I i used to try, no i used to i used to you know in my 20s i tried the, i never went this deep with it and never with a sweater and that, that's what that's what that, ruined v-necks v-necks were cool and 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 it could and if you got a little crazy you can go like i i had a deep v that by like today's standards would be like oh that's not a deep v because people went nuts with the v's like this people v-neck went crazy this v-neck's nuts so and it's deep. a sweater it like, looks like something that like yeah. That like a woman would wear, like <laughs> while she like drinks hot cocoa, you know, like <laughs> like it's not like, what I thought Sunday you were night. Say. <laughs> um, well, and there's like he kind of like moves fast in it at one point, and it if he moves if he if he had moved a little faster or gone in a different moved his body in a different direction, it would have just fallen off of him because the V neck is so huge. Yeah, the V is pretty, but I don't have a problem because he's got the physique to pull it off. Like I, well, and that's the thing. I feel it's like so, a V neck is earned. It's so low that you can see his like muscle definition at yeah. his lower chest. Yeah, like usually a V neck stops like mid chest or so. I don't know. That was yeah. V neck is yeah. It's yeah, but a V neck, not just anybody can wear one. You gotta, you know. I don't, it, I don't, it's like it's like a thong like a you know a guy like not any guy can wear a thong somebody or somebody, a speedo I, I should have said speedo somebody out there listening to this draw a picture of kevin wearing a v-neck and a speedo <laughs> and and dm it to us on our instagram um uh so throughout the whole movie william cat he, he lost he and his wife lost their kid they think that he drowned but he they never found him. He vanished, whatever. That's kind of weird. It's like, obviously, he didn't drown because he wasn't in the bottom of the pool. And it ends up the house took him. It ends up night court took him. But uh, so he, so they get estranged or divorced or whatever. And and Cobb, William Cat inherits his aunt's house and moves in so that he can write his next book. His neighbor is Norm from Cheers. And he kind of, you don't know if he's going like, you know, Jack Nicholson or Amityville horror crazy, or if he's actually like seeing these things. Um, what did you think about the other uh, creature effects in the movie? Aside from, the, aside from the Viet, Viet monster. Yeah. So the creature effect, like I mean, every, all the creatures looked good, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if it was the lighting or what it was. I here here was my issue with it the first time I saw it I didn't love it because I mean the, again the creature effect the 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 creature looked great but I don't know if it was I feel like the tone was all over the place you know what I mean the movie opens with you know an old woman hanging herself yeah and then you've also got a kid that like disappears and is strange you know like they I feel like there was it was really all over the place. and then it gets real campy real quick and he the what's his name william cat the whole time i was watching him i was like i wish this were bruce campbell because bruce campbell could well they sure and they borrow a lot of um 
uh, yeah, they do Evil Dead stuff out of this. I mean, everything, but, the hand, the shack with all the weapons, the shotgun. I mean, the fish. I yeah. mean, the you know, it's but it it really like it made me appreciate Bruce Campbell because he walks that line so well of like this is nuts, but I'm also you know like you you I didn't buy it with this guy. I I couldn't tell. I mean, he looked like he was cracking up, and he did fine, but yeah, it you know. Well, well this was <clears throat> this was pretty much William Katz. Like, this was like, let's see if this guy can be a leading man because he had just come out of Greatest American Hero. It was a huge show, and it it went from like 1980 to 1982 or three, and then this movie was 85. So you figure they started filming in 84. So it was like they saw that show, they saw that he was the lead in that show, and they wanted to try to put him in a movie and. I don't think he failed at it. I just feel like he, yeah. It, when you've got Bruce Campbell in mind, anybody's going to fail with a movie like. I, this. I wonder if he knew what he was. I mean, according to the doc, he really wanted to do this movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he's in it. The documentary is awesome. They get everybody. I really wonder if they knew because it doesn't seem like they knew really what it because originally I guess when they wrote that because um, Fred Decker. We, oh, we didn't talk about the writers, but. He, man, Decker. this guy, this guy's credits are like Decker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did Monster Squad, Night of the, Night Creeps, of the Creeps, uh, Godzilla, nineteen eighty-five. He also, did, but he also did the new Predator. And, yeah, uh, that's too bad. And RoboCop three. Yeah. But you know, but anyway, but I he, guess he he wrote the story, and then this other guy, Ethan Wiley, came in and he wrote the script and added a lot of the comedy. Just know? Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps alone those two i don't care what else you did those two are flawless movies in my opinion i know yeah. you hate monster squad i don't hate monster squad i just you know <laughs> i like it it's it's fine it's it's all, it's, it's like what we were talking about earlier it's yeah. you know it's my night, hook night of the creeps man night of the creeps kicks ass dude that movie is phenomenal yeah. if you that haven't seen night of the creeps we should just say that we're going to do that for n but whatever um i'd be totally up for that <laughs> Uh, so throughout the movie, yeah, he's just like chasing visions, having flashbacks of Nam. He's like trying to figure out the kid, his missing kid. Like he knows he's in the house, but he's not, he has no proof of it. Norm keeps like walking in and bringing him beer and Chinese food and weird shit. Norm comes in. Want, okay. So here, okay. I have to ask you about a, a, a scene in particular yeah, that I was true. like, I don't get this. So the first time he sees the, uh, the 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 monster in the closet he freaks out right yeah and he goes and buys a bunch of camera equipment he <laughs> buys like 30 video cameras <laughs> right. and he sets up this like he sets basically he puts them all up in the room and sets them up on a like okay i'm gonna pull this lever or i'm gonna pull this string and it's gonna they're all gonna start filming and i'll take pictures of it because he wants to get a picture right. of this thing string everybody should have string in their house i don't have any right now there's so much I, you can do with it. I think I have string around here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you. No, yeah, I, I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to leave that out. But anyway. Um, video cameras and stuff. So he set up the video cameras. He He's dressed in his like Vietnam gear. Right. He pulls the thing. He pulls the door open, takes the pictures, runs out the house, does like three barrel rolls down the stairs, and then does like the platoon, like 
Yeah. Slide and then like just put his arms up and I'm like, what? What was that about? It was a practice run. Is that what that what that was supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> it was a practice run and he's wearing his fatigues because he's like, he's obviously he was in Nam and like wanted to be as functional as he was back then, which is weird because I did you feel like in the flashbacks from Nam that he looks out of place with what he's wearing? Yeah. He definitely yeah. does. Why is that though? I couldn't put my Well, they didn't on. cut his hair or anything. I mean, and he's wearing like a he's wearing like a like a like a um like a V-neck. No, he's wearing like a like a tank top. He's wearing <laughs> yeah. like a green tank top. He does seem He doesn't have like gear all over him or Vietnam something. Vietnam didn't know. look like Vietnam. Vietnam looked like like a sound stage or like uh, yeah. like somebody's backyard. Yeah. But yeah, it would. Yeah, the Vietnam flashbacks were were something, but okay. So that's what he, so his whole like I, when he runs out in the out of the house and does the platoon slide yeah. and and Norm is like, "What are you doing, man?" Yeah, I did like that little thing when he goes like, "Oh, I'm going." The other thing, he's a prick to Norm the whole movie. Like, Big time. Big and time. Norm's just like, "Hey, man!" Like, although Norm walks, so then the next scene, he's gonna do it again. Norm just showed this is in the upstairs bedroom of one of his bedrooms in his house and norm just shows up in this bedroom with a <laughs> bunch of food yeah. he's like hey man thought i'd bring you a midnight snack i mean what? He, met, he met this guy today he's his right. brand new neighbor right. and he's like i'm gonna bring you some food at midnight i can't i'm not no i'm not gonna just bring you food at midnight i'm gonna walk into your house <laughs> go up the steps <laughs> check all the rooms to see which one you're in and when I walk in, I'm going to have a bunch of beer and Chinese food. It's like, I mean, that's insane uh, to me. I, I just moved <laughs> into this neighborhood like yeah. two or three weeks ago. And I've met my neighbors maybe twice. I've had short conversations with them. Right. You know, and I mean, I can't imagine it's 945 right now. I can't imagine going and knocking on their door right now and being like, <laughs> hey, I, made, I got you some food. <laughs> Like they would do, please do that and have <laughs> and have Lynn's like videotape it or whatever. I mean, they would be calling the police. It's, I mean, oh I guess God. like they have kids and stuff, so it's a little different. It was and the 80s, though, man. Writer. It was the 80s. And, and, and to go along with that, you know, our, our obligatory dog in the movie, which I don't think we've done a movie yet that didn't have a dog in it, but at least this one doesn't get murdered, or right? So the dog. The dog uh, ends up digging in the yard, digs up well, the hand of one of the well, creatures that he oh, dispatches. Oh, and then that's the other crazy thing is Norm's not even the most evasive neighbor, like by far. <laughs> like, totally, he, oh, totally. I totally. So yeah, let's get into that. Well, but, oh wait, wait, but, we we skipped the whole, uh, whole the thing where he shoots his wife. Right, but hold on. <laughs> with the dog though, the dog okay. grabs this thing out of the yard and runs off with it. And it's like probably midnight or whatever. It's nighttime. I mean, when was the last time anyone just let their dog roam around their neighborhood at all? Much less. I don't know. At we, night. we we have we had a cat that did that forever. In Cats my are different. But, they can jump yeah. up high, <clears throat> but like dogs, this dog just like runs off into the street, and it's like, dude, you should be at home sleeping, eating your food, whatever. I don't know. The eighties. So that's what I'm saying. Like. Get your ass out there. People left their doors open dog. in the eighties, you know, like for people to come in and for dogs to go out. I don't know. 
What did you say you wanted to mention just now? Well, I was going to bring up the whole scene with his wife where he accidentally... Well, wait. Okay, we didn't... Okay, we didn't touch on the, the, the Barracuda either where he has to fight like the Barracuda on the wall, which... It's, it's a... It's a Oh, it's a swordfish. Swordfish. It's a marlin. I'm sorry. A barracuda is like a really smaller, like aggressive, like nasty fish. I don't know anything about fish. Dude, it's crazy. Look up barracudas. They're they're mean. But he, (laughs) the thing that he does, though, the the only thing that really, because I was like, I got Evil Dead vibes when he's fighting the, but he's fighting it. The thing's like a Billy Bass. It can't go anywhere. Sure. It's just stuck to the wall and he shoots it with a shotgun. And the noise it makes. But he spent all that time upstairs trying to film that thing upstairs in the closet right. that disappears when he tries to show it to Norm. And then this this fucking swordfish is going crazy on his wall and he doesn't think to film it, just shoots it with a shotgun. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a swordfish. I don't know. Like yeah, anyway, yeah, that that was a I anyway, would rather but, I would rather get the Nam creature on film because it's Oh, like, I would definitely rather that happen, but I mean, I would, you know, he's got 20 video cameras. I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then his wife comes in, his his ex-wife, because, oh, so yeah, Norm finds his, man, these presumptuous neighbors. He's known this guy <laughs> for like an hour and he steals his address book. But I wrote down, I wrote down that Norm really cares. Yeah. Like he, he genuinely yeah. cares for some reason. He's maybe not just, just a nosy neighbor. Maybe just he's about like, people. I'm worried about this guy. He's I mean, he's, person, he's, right. he's his favorite author. He literally right. has the book. What's up with that? Yeah, he's got the book on him when he meets him. He's like, you're this author? Oh, I happen <laughs> to have this book in my pocket. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> but it's all... Yeah, that's weird. But <laughs> but it's all like... It has no cover and it's just like... Yeah, it's all beat up. Single, single pages. Yeah, that's weird. You're my favorite <laughs> author. I have the book in my pocket. I don't know, but the woman who shows up is not. Yeah, he calls. He steals his address book, calls the ex-wife, but she she doesn't show up. It's the it's the it's the ghoulie that shows up. Well, right? yeah, well, really her. you know that at the end of the movie, the way the movie does it is she shows up, <clears throat> and he goes, "Oh, I'm glad you're here." And then she, I don't remember how she goes about it, but she winds up under this table or she pick, she table. bends down to pick up the shotgun shell that rolls yeah, on. and she comes back up and she's like a big <clears throat> monster, and the mon- and she looked great, the monster looked great, dude. But all I can think of is like, okay, in movies, when somebody turns into something, like think about the scene in Shaun of the Dead with his mom when she turns into a zombie and he's right. like, fuck, I got to shoot her and this, this, this. This guy doesn't waste a second. This guy just blows her <laughs> well, away. But I think I think he knows. Excuse me. I think he knows that he like he's questioning himself. Like, am I cracking? Am I seeing things? Especially with the closet monster. It's like that's why he has the videotape, because he's like, Yeah, he wants other people to see it, but I think he also wants to see it himself. Yeah. To know that he's point. not cracking. So I think when she bends down to get the thing, comes up and it's this gross ass monster. He's just like, that's not my wife. That's a monster. And the look on his face is like, it's great. It's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And man, watching that as a kid, dude, I was obsessed. I like, I wanted more of that character, that creature, whatever in the movie. And later on, we get these two like potato kids that are weird. And like, I really like there's whoever did the, the makeup 
And there's, you know, yeah, the creature design the creature is cool. design. She, she reminded me of Olgra from, uh, yeah, yeah. Olga Dark from, Crystal. Uh, Dark Crystal. And, but they have, they had a definite like style to their, yeah their stuff with the exception of <clears throat> maybe there was two different people or whatever work working on it. But I love that flying skull thing that grabs yeah. the shotgun and does that like twirl <laughs> with the shotgun and like shoots the rope. It's like, okay, like that didn't need to be in there, but that is awesome. Like that was a great yeah. touch. I feel like every scene in the movie is like, well, that didn't have to be in here, but right. yeah, well, cool, I guess. <laughs> and that's when, uh, that's when we get to meet Stephen Williams. Uh, Twenty One Jump Street shows up, the cops and stuff. Well, um, yeah, Norm sees he has a shotgun. He calls the police, right? And right. Yeah, uh, they come by. And <laughs> I wanted to yeah. mention uh, shortly after that when so the his other neighbor, the hot the hot lady, the hot yeah, mom, who just like shows up in the pool we're gonna and like, we're gonna have to spend some time on on that character <laughs> so like are we done with the 21 jump because like yeah, that yeah. Scene... We already, we already, yeah totally because well, i want i actually want to talk about this kid her kid they, okay i just have to say one thing about the cops these yeah. are the weirdest cops ever because <laughs> a they go like can i use your bathroom which okay i i guess maybe that that would happen but there's no fucking way First of all, he's trying to get him out because he's got his decapitate or he's got his he's got his wife they just shot in the closet. So he's just right. like, up, oh, gotta get out. Yeah, sure, sure. And then he's like, Are you sure you stay, can't stay for coffee? And they're like, Yeah, we'll have some coffee. That would never <laughs> happen. And they stay and they and they're not even like happy to be there. They're like, they're like all like annoyingly drinking coffee with right. this guy. Like right. they don't even want to be. They fuck it. Then he then then he come like talks about like how how like shitty the art is it, they're the weirdest cops and then they leave and then we get and then he goes to bury the uh well uh, the garden tools attack him and then they chop off the head okay so right. then the garden yeah. tools so you get that evil dead moment where he's in the shed and the garden tools yeah. come to life and then he thinks he's trapped them in the garage but then when he when the wife turns into the witch and he chases the witch around the house uh, she, he like opens up one of the doors. And I did like that they had found their way upstairs. They had found their way upstairs. I, did, I thought I'm like, did they the gardening figure tools. out how to open the doors, or yeah. did they just? But I like I like that idea that like they, they figured something out and they went upstairs. Right. But yeah, <laughs> and like like you picture like, and I love when you first hear when you first see the gardening tools. Like he's in the shack, and you hear this like. You know of the of the scissors or whatever yeah. they are, like the shears. Yeah, the uh, opening and closing. He like looks over and he's like, "Oh shit!" But yeah, I, I found... love when he closes the door on them and they all kind of you know you see them all go through the yeah. Like, yeah like a fucking Bugs Bunny cartoon, right? But so they they we... find their way upstairs and they they decapitate the witch woman. Yeah, and and she stays the witch woman when she dies, which is weird because when she got shot, she turned back into the wife. Right. Whatever. whatever. And he but yeah, buries so then, her in like a thousand pieces in the backyard. Well, yeah, he's got the big one. This is so this is so he's got the big bag with the body in it. The neighbor, he's got this woman neighbor that's just swimming in his pool, and she comes by. And she's like, "Oh, I used to swim in here all the time, and I hope it's still okay." And he's like, "Yeah," and she's like laying it on thick. Yeah, you know that like, yeah, she's DTF. Like, she wants to hang out with this guy, and he's like, like "Whatever you need." Yeah. Don't 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 hesitate. And she's like half naked, super hot, but then she ends up 
<clears throat> that's when the dog the dog digs up the hand and runs away with the hand like i was talking yeah. about and then well the hand is also like moving around and like yeah touching her feet and stuff yeah and and that's why he that's why he cut he cuts the body up into like 40 pieces and then buries them all in the yard but so, so the dog runs away with it though and it show she shows up at his door which is i still don't i wanted a scene i wanted to see him go like what at what point did i what gave you the idea that i wanted to babysit your kid Get oh this is insane this is insane this makes norm look like the most normal neighbor ever so and this kid this seems insane Dude, so what is up with his hair man okay so they it's this like this woman, bowl this woman shows up unannounced together. doesn't call <laughs> she just says like i'll see you around and maybe we can hang. like she doesn't make plans with him she just knocks on the door and says hey you said you want to hang out right yeah he's like yeah she's like this is my kid and she's got a five-year-old kid with her like literally like just says would you watch him for a while while i leave like oh i like he just met her right and she's going out like no, on a date or something no no actually i take that back this is how the scene goes he goes the kid oh so the hand is still running around like trying to like whatever do shit it winds up in the bathroom he winds up taking no, this kid it's into attached the bathroom. to the kid's back oh it's attached to the kid's back that's the other thing this kid is not acting this kid is i wrote the best I child it, actor i have it in my notes dude it says hold on it says it says this kid is screaming for kid, his mom it says this kid is really crying yeah this kid is, so this the kid, woman shows up and is like they clearly told him like hey your mom's not coming back because he's right. crying yeah, for his totally. mom he's looking <laughs> off camera and he is upset so hold on this this woman shows up this woman shows up she's all hot hotted out he's wearing his v-neck or something and she's got her kid and she's like will you watch my kid and you know well, she's before she does date. that he takes the kid in the bathroom no 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 she shows up at the door with the kid and is like, will you watch my kid? And he's like, no, no, get the fuck out of here. And then the kid turns and you think he's wearing a backpack, but it's the hand. But the hand's on his back. That's and what then the it kid is. turns and runs away to go play in the house. And he's like, oh, shit, I got to get that hand. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'll watch him. Like, go. You, you stay here. I'm going to go get your kid. And he <laughs> grabs the kid. This adult man grabs this little boy and, and brings him, drags in the him into the bathroom <laughs> and starts trying to pry this hand off of his back. And the kid is screaming like, where's my fucking mom? <laughs> like, legit. And then they get out of the bathroom. Do they talk about this in the in the documentary at all? The Not at, to the point. I've only seen about two thirds of it. And, they didn't and cover to top this. it off, this kid has a bowl cut and a mullet. And it's like, <laughs> what is that, man? But this kid so then they get out of the bathroom and the mom is like would you watch him for the night and just gives him all of the kids shit yeah which is like and she's like i'll be back later like yeah and then okay and i, I have my notes like one i even noticed he had a bunch of uh masters of the universe toys and yeah. i'm like i, I don't really know what all these toys I are because I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about that i wanted to mention that so he's got buzz off Buzz off! I couldn't remember what the name of the B. They say it like seven times in the movie, like, which is weird. Like they make a point. Usually, when you see '80s toys in movies, they're never mentioned. They're hardly yeah, even not touched. By name. They're not touched because I think if they, if they were to single them out, I think it would be a form of like ad placement, like a Coke can or whatever. Sure. 
but they mentioned buzz off by name at least three times which was weird i was like what um he's also got, i bet though i'll bet those were the kids real toys oh yeah probably they were like I, they had this kid for like an hour or whatever 30 minutes and they were like all right here's all his toys his mom is never coming back and he's like <laughs> you know whatever but he's also got uh battle armor skeletor he's yeah got, i remember that one he's got um i had Ken, that one kenner superpowers superman and his super jet and then there was something else there that i couldn't place that i, I think it was upside down or something but i couldn't place it but at one point he's playing with them all and i was like oh that's pretty sweet because i love when i see I love when I see 80s toys and 80s movies. It's so awesome. Um, <laughs> but when he's playing with them, he's like, he's like, you want to play with something else? He's like, yeah. He's like, how about a plastic bag? <laughs> Is that what he says? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, then, then he gives this kid a bath. <laughs> well, like, he, doesn't he like roofie him first and puts him on the couch? He does something that's like. And then the kid, how does he get dirty? Something. Ha- oh. Yeah, the potato the potato people show up, and he goes off and plays with them, the potato kids, and they suck him up the chimney. And yeah, they're like that's pulling, right. They're trying to pull him them. apart, like they're pulling the kid up, and William Cat's trying to pull him down, and then he he finally wins, and I guess the two potato kids like give up and go out the chimney or something. We don't see them again. I forgot about them. And then he's all dirty. That's why that's he has to give him a bath because he he's all bat. covered. Yeah. Okay. That it's makes bonkers. it a little less weird. And they do this like sponge fight in the bath. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, he's a little too touchy with this it's kid weird. in the it's bath. Weird. I would be weird. I would. Yeah, I would be. <laughs> Wait, you would be weird. What? I would be weird. Like my One of my best friends asked me to change my goddaughter's diaper one time and i'm like right. i'm no i don't i'm not that's not my kid i'm that's weird oh, i don't absolutely. want her to yeah no I'm way i'm not changing your kid's diaper no i would never give her a bath yeah i don't care if she's if she's you know two months old no fucking way the biggest reason is if that kid drowns that's on you i just i'm not i'm not even worried about that i'm thinking like just repressed memories i don't even remember someone when they're 25 <laughs> Of of me giving him a bath like that's not, and then being like, why? Wait, why do I have a memory of you in the bathroom while I was? Like, I'm not doing it. No way. That's insane to me. Uh, oh, I would boy. never give some other kid a bath. I don't. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I shouldn't say that. I and this isn't because I'm weird about it. Whatever. <laughs> I don't give. That's my wife's department. Like that's. I mean, not because I. I you know, I'm not creeped out by my kids. I would give my kids a bath, but. That's their area. Your poor kids, man. Your poor kids. They never get like bath time with dad. They don't, you know, if it were up to me, they wouldn't bathe at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. that's awesome. Uh, I, Dude, I one do, of my I favorite when, when I was a kid, bath time was awesome because we had you like pull all your toys in there. 80s toys and bath time. It's just they go hand in hand. Get some 80s I mean, toys and then give your kid a bath. I don't. Yeah, I mean, maybe when they're a little. I mean, right now, yeah, my daughter's a year and a half, and she's got a bunch of toys, but they're like, you know, you know, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. When maybe when she's older and she could have real toys, or I don't know, <laughs> probably not. I don't. I don't ever remember my dad being around for bath time. No, nah, that was that was definitely mom. Yeah, that's mom. or maybe nobody. Maybe I was just in there by myself. <laughs> you were taking full on showers <laughs> at one years old. <laughs> Irish Spring. Yeah. Um, 
Um, did you? So yeah, this this whole thing with the whole saga with the kid was just like, it's just bonkers. And that kid, mostly because that kid is just expressing real emotions and real fear of being in the situation <laughs> that he's in. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He just wants to play with his toys and hang out with his mom. And he's like, you know, they just took this kid and threw him in there and was like, I, that kid hang out makes with me want to watch the commentary more than anything else. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. You got to comment on that kid. Yeah. <laughs> so this all leads to bringing Norm over for the, uh, to, to capture the, to kill the, to murder some raccoons. But, yeah. but, uh, which was weird. They were okay with, they were just like, yeah, we're going to murder some raccoons tonight. And he's like, okay, yeah, no problem. And then it, it ends up, the monster comes out, sucks William Cat into the hole, back into Nam, which is weird. Like, Yeah, it, yeah. But it I makes did sense. like the delivery. That, it, all, he it, makes, be there. it makes so much more sense, though, after you said what the monster was made of. I didn't, not- I didn't notice that. I didn't notice it either until they talked about it in the thing. And they showed close-ups of it. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm he, gonna find some pictures. I'll post them on Instagram. But that story. thing, I really love Norm's like delivery, where he's like, "Yeah, man, I'll help you. I'll help you get ta- some raccoons." And he goes, <laughs> "Okay." He's like, "You ever use one of these?" And he goes, "Yeah." And he hands him the harpoon gun. Goes, every day. Yeah, every day. Well, what is it? And he goes, "A harpoon gun." He's like, "That's great." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like you met this guy today, and he's giving you a harpoon, a harpoon gun to shoot him. Fucking raccoon that he says is the size of a. He uh, says it's the size of a dog, right? Yeah, this, no, he says the size of a Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard, right? Right, which is huge. And like, if I'm Norm, I'm like, <laughs> no, or that's not a raccoon, or you, whatever. Can you imagine that a raccoon the size of like Beethoven, like jumping right. out at you, like Cujo, you, man, Cujo. Um, I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be calling an exterminator. Well, speaking, well, never mind. We'll get into that. Yeah, so they do their whole thing. He comes back. Norm's drunk, and then I don't know when it is. Like shortly after that, he ends up in the bathroom. Oh, he sees the ants painting where it shows his son in the mirror, and then he goes up in the bathroom to where that mirror is, and he busts it, and it's like another dimensional portal. Yeah, to to the nether region, whatever. But the all of a sudden, do you notice these hands come out and start grabbing him? Yeah. And I felt like those hands were every one of those hands was a different homage to a different creature. Cause like the first one that comes out is very much a xenomorph tail, like hmm. that wraps around him. Uh, there's also one that looks exactly like creature from the black lagoon. Um, and then there's a reddish one. I didn't catch what that was, but I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Hmm. Um, the, and then you get the flying skull with the shotgun which is just awesome when he's going down, he's going down the rope to wherever he's going. And then this all leads him to actually finding his kid yeah. in a cage. Child abuse. This movie I has mean, a lot of that. It's pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> um, kid in a cage. And it turns out night court stole him to get revenge because in Nam, uh, he asked him to kill him because he was shot yeah, a bunch of times. Because the 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 bad guys caught him and ended up torturing him. So, what do you think of uh, Zombie Night Court? Um, I thought he looked awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm drawing a blank on the guy's fucking name, but the guy that, that that did the makeup in the documentary says he based 
he based the design off of uh, like a Mad Magazine artist. I can't remember his name, but he's a very famous um, Mad Magazine artist. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, "Yep, that's that's what it is." Really? Yeah, it looked it looked real similar. And they, you know, he said like they pretty much did exactly what my sketch was, and you know, it wasn't um, it wasn't Night Court in the uh, in 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 the makeup either. Really? This this is kind of wild. Yeah, that's, that's what weird. that's one of the reasons they were because he was kind of a big get at the time, um, for this movie, and they were like, yeah, we only need you for a day, and then you come in and do some voice work later. So what they did was the writer and uh, director played tennis with this guy that they knew that was like six seven, which is like the same height as 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 Paul, and he was like, we uh. They're like, why don't we? And he, but he was super, super skinny. And they were like, "Hey, if we, if we he he wasn't an actor, he wasn't a stuntman, he was just a guy that they knew." And they were like, "Hey, why don't we? Uh, we'll just pay 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 this guy, and because he's so skinny, we could just put a bunch of shit all over him, right? Like, and really beef him up, and like if if his arm is to fall off or whatever, then it would look right." But apparently this makeup was a real pain in the ass. The guy oh, was really? not happy. That yet. doesn't surprise me. But I did like, I mean, I did like it. And it was crazy when you, there's a couple scenes where he's like talking straight on. And it's mm-hmm. like, even though, even though it's like skull makeup with skull teeth, you can see the dude's mouth on the inside, like moving. Yeah, it's, it's a mask. Yeah, sure. it's a mask. But- but it's a cool mask with animatronics on the inside. Yeah, it was a and- very cool design. When he turns, you know, he's got the one real eye and the one white eye. And mm-hmm. when when he turns at one point and you see the side of his face with the white eye, it looks really awesome. Like there it looks the the imagery there is really striking. It's weird how much it looks like Richard Mall. You know what I mean? Like yeah. even like I don't think they made a mold of his face or anything. I'm surprised was that like, wasn't him, man. That's crazy. No, yeah, it wasn't him. They they do this thing though that I hate but I understand and I accept that it's like, I guess usually zombie movies, <clears throat> like 80s zombie movies. Well, I don't know. They do it nowadays too, but where like the monster doesn't, and it's not just zombies, it's werewolves. Actually werewolves, this happens a lot, where instead of like biting when they attack or, or ripping or whatever, they throw. Yeah, they just beat them. They, they just like beat fight. them up and they just, yeah. but more times than not, they throw someone. Like they grab him and throw him, and then they throw him yeah. again. I'm like, you're a fucking werewolf. Like, <laughs> dig in, man. Like you're a zombie. Bite. I don't know. I don't know what that is or where that came from. But yeah, that I didn't mind this. it here because he's not. Right. I mean, what is he? I mean, he, technically he's a zombie, but he's like fully cut. Like I feel like he's more of a ghost. Sure. You know? Sure. Uh, yeah, like a, a wrestling ghost. Ghost wrestler. <laughs> um, <laughs> And he, then, you know he seems like he seems like do you remember the real ghostbusters like toy line yeah he would fit right in there yeah you know because those zombies and ghosts and monsters all had a secondary theme yeah it would be like a skeleton that's also a cop right you know right or like yeah it was all <laughs> they're a football player that turned into a giant tongue exactly it was just yeah that's such a great line such a great toy line they are yeah um so they fight they throw each other around and then they end up he pulls off one of his grenades and jams it into his stomach and he blows up and that's how he uh which doesn't he shoot him in the head like three times to he's like nah, smashes that, his head. you're is that confused the second one? that's the second one okay 
Yeah. Well, he throws him off a cliff and then he just reappears. I liked that. I, when he fell off the cliff, like at, like when he hit the rock, it looked, his, I mean, his hat flies good. off or his head or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it looked like he really hit the rock. I was yeah. like, that looked legit. Totally. I love that shot of from below looking up onto the cliff of the house, like yeah. this house that's just sitting on the edge of this cliff and you can see the underside of the house, like the foundation, which is pretty cool. Um, it reminded me of the good son. You ever seen that movie? Son? Man, if I have, it's been a long time. If you had, you'd remember it. It's a Macaulay Culkin. Right. And uh, Elijah Wood, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's on Lynn's won't watch because I told her what it's about. I'm like, you don't want you don't want to watch that. Macaulay Culkin. I'm gonna watch that because I recently saw a picture of the two of them from the movie and they just how how young they look. I want to go back and watch that. Especially it, I, yeah. Macaulay, I think it'll hit you a lot harder now. Macaulay Culkin because, was a good actor back then. Yeah. Like when he was a kid, he he did some stuff that was like pretty good. I saw that in theaters and I was I mean I've seen it a thousand times. Um I watched it all the time. And like as a kid, I mean I was that age, so it I don't think it seemed that nuts to me. And I think if I watch it as an adult, it's gonna be like, these kids are fucking nine years old. <laughs> They're doing this like do you remember the Mr. Highway sequence where they make the dummy and they throw it into traffic? No, go, but it, oh, oh yeah, isn't it like how kid how people kids whatever they throw shit off bricks at yeah they cars. go they go to like yeah they go to like a you know an overpass over an expressway and they make a dummy like they make like a scarecrow Jesus and they Christ. throw it off and <laughs> I remember watching as a kid being like all right legit prank I guess and like my parents being like that's insane. <laughs> to do that because it causes like a 30 car right. car accident right and right. i was like oh yeah i guess i'm like, surprised that didn't inspire like a really bad trend back then because that oh, happened man. a lot with movies you know he and the stuff he does it's and but to me like when he says he says like like macaulay Culkin says don't fuck with me and i remember that, that was like whoa <laughs> i gotta like, see that that's even yeah it's been a that's long what got time. me at, 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 at like 10 years old like he said he Holy said that to an adult that's awesome well, he says it to another kid but still that's awesome. yeah watch the good son I, i'd be interested in your thoughts on that movie so anyway he blows him up that's pretty much the end of it the wife shows up and they do my favorite even though it doesn't have the same effect in this movie as like uncle buck or something like that but they do that. My favorite. I knew you were going to talk about this. The album. pause. The pause. <laughs> I love it, man. It's the best way to end a movie. And the only time you ever see it is in 80s movies where they just somebody smiles and they pause it and they and freeze, it. freeze, they it. freeze frame. <laughs> but at this point, it's not like really that it's not like a feel good movie. So it's like I thought yeah. he was going to be he was going to do a thumbs up. Like I was shocked <laughs> he didn't do it. It was the, he got the face. He's like, yeah, right. I did it. Right. What do you, um, th- does it, does it hold up? Like, I know, I know it's not your favorite. I know you like the second one more, but yeah, I think it holds up. It's, uh, I guess that like, I, I, I didn't love it. I thought it was, cause I, I felt like I couldn't get the tone. Like the right. tone was so off. It does have a wacky whole. tone. Um, and it was just uh, like, oh, it's real dark. And then it's really campy, but it never at the same time. And it was just, I didn't like it at first, but it grew on me a little bit. It was it, it was fine. I'm trying to think as far as hold up. Yeah. You know, yeah. did it aid? I think I think it, you know, it they do the 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 effects, the makeup, they're pretty standard in a good way, I think for 
that for the 80s for mid 80s yeah. for 85 for a lower not a big budget but like a lower budget medium yeah, budget horror you, movie yeah now i think those would be above and beyond but at the at the time compared to other stuff at the time they're just, right. i mean they're cool right but yeah, i mean i mean know. the 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 stop motion stuff the flying skull whatever i mean it's it, it's pretty equivalent to what we've seen in fright night what we saw in what which is what they show in ghostbusters slimer all that stuff mm -hmm. um i mean that's a little better but you got a favorite character <clears throat> um yeah i like i liked uh i like harold i like george went man yeah that was my guy yeah right. he's he's great he's the only one that acts like a radio i mean besides his like how intrusive he is <laughs> uh not him and you know what i really liked uh i really like big ben the part of him in Vietnam when he was like shooting, he was great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was really good too. I got to go with um, the kid just because of his toy collection. <laughs> favorite, you got a favorite death, best death? I don't think who would. Were there any? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Night Court died. Um, the witch, the wife, the witch wife, the wife witch. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I, you got to go with. For me, yeah, putting the grenade in is. Uh, like, I, doesn't he shoot him and then put the, the the grenade in the? He puts it in his in his. No, chest. he's like he's like almost like depowering him by not being. Afraid oh, of him. that's what I didn't like. I so that's a thing that happens in horror movies that <clears throat> always fucking. I I hate it when when it's like I don't believe in you. Yeah, when the villain. I mean, it works in or when, yeah when the main character is like. Oh, if I'm not afraid of you, you can't hurt me. And it's so like he like chops his hand, he like yeah. chops his hand off, and he immediately pulls it up, and he's like, his hands his hands still there. I, was, I don't know. It, it happened they, a bit they, fast. It works in Nightmare on Elm Street, and that's it. Like I hated it. It's just annoying. Yeah. And also, I I mean, I get I get I get why you have, especially in this because he has to get over his Vietnam like his own baggage, but. Yeah, that's a thing I'm, I, right. I, I never like. Well, there was a sequel, and before we talk about it, just off the first movie, would you have, would you have made your sequel any different? Well, no. I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, so I, I like the second one. I mean, I wouldn't honestly if there was like I don't really have any interest in seeing House Four because you don't. That. Not really, because I didn't love this first one. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. It was a solid okay, but for me, but. uh I mean, I'll, I if you watch it and say it's really good, I'll watch it. All right. You know, but there's no way it's gonna be really good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna watch it. It's free on YouTube. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm curious to see like if it's the same team and yeah. what connection it does have. Yeah. You know. All right, House Two. In a, in just a few sentences, why did you like it better? I'm curious. Well, for one, I, I think the tone is established and maintained much better. Okay. You know, and it, it's less of a horror movie. It's not scary. Right. And it's batshit fucking crazy, man. <laughs> like, I didn't think anything that they did in the first one was really that original. It was just like, hey, let's make a weird puppet and then have this scene. This shit. At one point, I was I was talking to a friend of mine and I was two thirds of the way through the movie and I was. For kicks, I'm like, I might explain what's happened so far in this movie. Like, you've got scenes. <laughs> I mean, 
There's a scene in this movie that comes two minutes after like a party scene where it's like a, oh no, he's going to see me with my girlfriend. And two minutes later, he's fighting a baby pterodactyl. (laughs) 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 There's multiple scenes in this movie to fight a baby pterodactyl. That's awesome. (laughs) This movie, I would say, yeah, it's, it's bonkers. It's more of like, um, it's, it's like wacky. The, it's yeah, it's wacky. It's more of the 80s sequel where they're like, uh, we're just going to I mean, it follows the theme of house, but they're like, we're just going to use the because the first one had a decent reception as far as like word of mouth and popularity. And um, and I remember, again, the second one as a kid, like I was into it like this is a this is another like staple from my from my childhood. Oh yeah, this is if I saw this at 13 I would have loved it. Yeah. Um 1987 and we already said like written by Fred Decker, Ethan Wiley. And directed by it too. I'm sorry, not by Fred Decker. Uh second one. No, second one is not. Second Ethan, one is Ethan written Wiley. and directed by Ethan Wiley. Oh, Decker didn't write the second one? No, he only wrote that. He got oh. a writing credit, but because he because he created the characters. Oh, uh, that's one of those. What I saw. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, he, and he might, I think he might have been a producer. I'm not sure. But no, the second one's written and directed by Ethan Wiley, which I think is why the, why, I don't know, kind of, it seems like he knew what he was, he wanted to make the whole time. Yeah. Um, um, cast, the main guy is Ari. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Ari. Ari Gross. Gross. I can't Who, place where this I know, from, right? And I was, but I've seen him in everything. Totally. But then I was why I was like looking up his stuff and I was like, yeah, there's things I recognize, but I don't re- I don't remember him in it. So maybe it's just this movie that I have this. I'm willing image. to bet he's he's been on Star Trek. You think he's been on Star Trek? I bet I'd be willing. Yeah, I'm, I mean maybe, but I don't know. That's hilarious. I mean, there is a sweet everybody. Star Trek's like Law and Order or ER, where you're like, holy shit, that guy! Like <laughs> I, all of a sudden, like you know someone like like oscar winners will have like bit parts for like one one episode you know before they are oscar winners yeah this movie also has my boy my boy billy from fright night yeah yeah awesome. like, it's funny because when we did fright night we're like did that guy go on to do anything yeah, right jonathan stark yeah cool name um very cool name cliff clavin and bill maher Bill Maher. We, we, we can talk about Bill Maher. I know. Uh, and Kane Hodder is yeah. um, the stunt coordinator for this movie. He's also, he plays, now I don't know, so he's in the credits as Gorilla, and I don't know if he plays a Gorilla or if that's the name of, is he like the Barbarian? That oh, I, have to, I have to look back at the Barbarian. I should look that up right now, because now that you say that. Because they say he's from the Stone Age. Oh, well then that's totally... Oh, you're talking about the character? Yeah. Um, or maybe he's the barbarian. Cause wait, there's. I can't remember. That's not Kane Hodder. The guy with the makeup on his face. It didn't look like him. He was way, and he was way too big. And yeah. at that time, I mean, Kane Kane Hodder's like, you know, he's a probably decent, yeah, he's not that big a, a decent deal. I get well, dude, but I guess he was a stunt coordinator, but he wasn't a household name. I guess I mean, you know, he's a household name in this house, but I don't know, man. I like when you Google image him, Kane Hodder. I guess that is him. That dude is him, the bar the right. barbarian guy. He's yeah. not a caveman, is he a caveman? I mean, they say he's from the Stone Age. 
Okay. But they also call him a barbarian. Like, like it looks like him, but it doesn't look like him. So it's weird. And I never thought I never thought Kane Hodder was really that like that big. like that jacked. Like, yeah, like Hodder's a big dude and he's got a stature more than anything. I mean, this is oh, well, actually I was gonna say this is a while before, but no, he was playing Jason <clears throat> around this time. Like this is if they shot this in eighty six, his first the first time he played Jason was um it was not it was the supernatural six? one. It was yeah, six. the one with the the one with the girl with the super with the psychic. Yeah. That's six. Yeah. Yeah. That's bonkers, man. Yeah. It's totally uh the the caveman, whatever whatever you call him. It's totally him. Gorilla. Oh no shit. And that, that must that must just be the name of the character. Must be. Um it's uh, also got it's also got just what's her name? Jane Modine, the girl who's dressed as I think a French maid or something. Yeah. At the party. What is she in? So she was- I watch a lot of Three's Company, <laughs> of course, with John, with John Ritter because John Ritter is awesome. But yeah, John, yeah, she was one of the girls that took over when um, Suzanne Summers left. They filled her spot with like a revolve uh, rotation. I remember. The, I, I didn't know there were multiple chicks. girls, but I remember watching it because I used to watch it uh, when it was on Nick at Night. Yeah, and. Uh, Nick, 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 Nick. I remember when I probably saw more of it without Suzanne Summers. Yeah, maybe not. There were a lot of there were like three girls that rotated through there. Pretty sure she was one of them. I could be wrong. Anyway, and I just this was on TV. I watched it today, but this was on TV like a couple weeks ago, and I I remember it coming up, and I was like, because back in the day when I was a kid, I didn't know who Bill Maher was, but watching it again, I was like, holy shit, Bill Maher's in this movie. Bill Maher, like everybody knows who Bill Maher is, but it's weird when you look at his movie credits pre um, po- politics, you know, yeah. and like, what is it? Amazon women from what, some movie like, oh, it's it, it's not Earth Girls Are Easy, is it? No, 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 it's like Amazon women from the from like, it's not from the moon or whatever. What do you think it is? It's like Amazon women from like 14th Street or something. I don't know. Oh, the other thing is I thought so the. the so you got um, uh, Jesse's w- wife. Is it his wife? Maybe I don't know because he ends up with uh, with. This uh, is weird. That the, the, the two women in this movie, like the, the sacrifice. Why girl. are they in this movie? Who? So the two girlfriends. If you wrote them out, if you completely deleted them from the movie, where did they go though? Like the, oh, the girl, they, the girlfriend. <laughs> like there's the fr- there's the threes company, and then his actual girlfriend at the beginning. They just kind well, of there's vanish. okay. There's, so there's Charlie's girlfriend, the redhead, who is in. She's in the mask. She's she's made Marion in right. Men in Tights. Right. She's uh, John Ritter's love interest in Problem Child Two. Right. I've uh, always liked her. I forget her name, but I've always liked her. Uh, the name of the actor is uh, Amy Yasbeck. Yeah, Yasbeck. But she, um, yeah, and she's good. But like, so there's a whole thing about like, she's a singer. And, she, want, she wants to be like the next Madonna. Yeah, and so she's a singer. Uh, the main kid, Jesse's girlfriend, is like, I guess a producer or works for like a producer company or a record label. She just like kind of discuss. So Charlie's already friends with Jesse, and he just comes and crashes for the weekend. Like, hey, we're gonna come by this weekend. We're gonna party. Right. And then they, she hears her singing in the next room. Says, oh, we should sign her. 
And then Bill Maher, they invite Bill Maher to come because Bill Maher's her boss. And then they kind of have like a weird, like, that's the other, all three of the women in this movie just disappear. Right. <laughs> like, they all, like, which is weird because at the end of the movie, Jesse ends up with the Aztec woman. The Aztec woman that and can't Charlie, talk. And Charlie doesn't have anybody. And it's like, right. how's that going to work out? It's going to be a weird situation. Well, why put them in the movie at all? You could have just had it be Charlie. Um, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I guess there's no point to them other than them being like, you know, I know you haven't seen it yet, Ghoulies. Yeah. But there's there's a lot of like stuff. In the the cast setup in this movie reminds me a lot of Ghoulies. Like there were there were moments where I was watching this and I was like, oh, I'm watching Ghoulies just because of the the how they set the cast up with these with these like threes company type situations well there's like like, but i swear he's not in the cabinet i don't know (laughs) that yeah (laughs) it's the most animated i've ever seen you in my life um (laughs) with that stuff but like just the house a bunch of guests visiting showing up party then all of a sudden people characters just disappear and it's like they don't come back Right, because they never come yeah. back. Those those two chicks never come back. You know what? Yeah, every dude. If you were to watch this movie with somebody and they got up to go to the bathroom and came back, right? You'd be like, they'd be like, "What happened?" Yeah. Uh wait. What's going on now? Oh, he's wait. They were just in the basement. Oh, now oh, but now they're now he's in a prehistoric. Now he's fighting a pterodactyl in the. You know, they went to the closet and found a dinosaur <laughs> and had to climb a mountain. <laughs> There's another okay. dimension. I, oh, oh Cliff hang on. I'm going to go, go with the pizza out of the oven. What's going on now? <laughs> oh, they're in uh, an ancient Aztec times fighting a cowboy. <laughs> John Ratzenberg. <laughs> Yeah. John Ratzenberg. They're, they're at a Halloween party and there's a caveman. Oh, now there's a Halloween party. That they, they, they Which there's a sweet, there's a sweet ass uh, Frankenstein at that Halloween party. Yeah, I noticed that too. I'm like, that's a badass. Uh, so, do they ever set from the outset with this movie? Why are they at this house? And who's who? This was this was Grandpa Jesse's house or something. No, so Did yeah, Jesse say... Jesse inherited this house. This is his family's oh. house. Oh, okay. It opens with the murder of Jesse's parents. Right. I remember. Okay. Now now I remember. Um, which <laughs> murdered by Tex Hex, dude. Straight up. Yeah. Do you remember the Brave Star cartoon? By yeah, Fly, yeah, 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 yeah. Now that you so this dude it, yeah. is straight up design and voice and every well not voice but design he's straight up tex x so whoever made this movie is a huge brave star fan continue i mean (laughs) it's a pretty badass opening yeah like this guy you can't see who's clearly like a cowboy yeah is in this badass mansion and he's like where's the skull the guy's like i don't know and he just shoots him like point blank and his wife tries to run away He's fucking stop. He's like, where is it? And that's it. And then he then kills her. And then they flash to 20 years later. Right. And the whole movie is based around Indiana Jones and the crystal skull. Um, (laughs) They kept saying crystal skull. And And it looks the same and everything. I'll take this over that movie. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Um, So grandpa Jesse is like an archaeologist or something. His buddy, his partner, Tex Hex they find this skull you're supposed to have eternal life there's two of them 
They never, there's that scene at the basement with Charlie and Jesse where Jesse's like realizing there's two skulls and he's, then he, then he explains. Well, he it. realizes that the skull that they think that they found is fake. Oh, there's a, okay. It's a fake. Yeah. So like he fake, finds like okay. an archeology span magazine and he's right, like, this right, isn't right. the same skull that my grandfather had. This one okay. is shit. Like it's different. So where's the other skull? So and Charlie. Had... Yeah. yeah. And Charlie, Charlie... <laughs> Charlie goes, let's pick up your grandfather and see if he's got it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's go do that. Um, so There's yeah, zero but... resistance to that idea. No, totally. Totally. <laughs> Which is weird because Charlie shows up at the house as a playboy. as Unannounced. Drunk. Oh, yeah. Unannounced. He's but, drunk. He's, but he's drunk. He's a playboy. He's just having fun. But like, then all of a sudden he's sober the next day and wants to be, wants to go on adventures. It's like, what? All right, cool. But the whole movie revolves around Jesse and Tex Hex, whose actual, his name is like Blade Razor or something. It's like something, that. yeah. In his the, last I, name is like... Razor. And um, they had a split because they both wanted the skull or something. Jesse ends up getting buried with it. And that's why Tex Hex becomes this like, evil like ghost, ghost yeah ghost to like, zombie gun apparently he haunts this guy's family mansion yeah like yeah who we don't we don't skull. see him until the end which is weird yeah well, I, that's the other thing is like i saw on the poster that john ratzenberger was in this and i'm like two-thirds of the way through the movie and i'm like is he like because i saw what he what he would text what yeah. he like because yeah. he's on the arrow oh, you thought he was tex x i was like did they put him is it who he is and you then know, you know i love that ratzenberger's they made they made not to jump ahead but they made a well, maybe i'll save it for when we yeah get to save it because we're gonna it. spend a lot okay. of time at all right, all right so yeah so they go dig up jesse he's got this he's got the skull jesse's <laughs> like a grandpa zombie wrapped up in his aztec mummy stuff and they take him home or i guess he had a change of clothes in the coffin because he when he like goes home and there he's wearing a flannel and a cowboy hat so that's cool uh, well what i love is like so they go and they dig they dig up the grandfather we should also we should start calling him gramps they eventually start just calling him gramps because the main character's name is also jesse right that's right so they dig they dig up the grandfather he wakes up and that's a great shot too when he's like he goes to grab the skull and the hand yeah. shoots out yeah. and like grabs him that's great and they're fighting this like zombie i love it man when he threw him in the hole and yeah. he starts shooting him like like zombies with guns i was yeah. like all right i like this this is cool yeah um, well he never he never shoots him no yeah he pulls up the gun pulls to the gun him. and they start crawling crawling yeah. all over each other um I, that was weird too they're like yeah like trying to like block the bullet with the other guy yeah like but dude but when, anyway, he, yeah. when he when he um grabs him by the throat first of all that skull prop is really cool yeah, it was cool. a really cool looking thing but when he grabs him by the throat and then finally like stands up and he's wearing that aztec mask man that is a great shot like he's like he's like holding Gramps is holding Jesse by the throat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you, they're both in the shot, facing each other, mm -hmm. and Gramps is wearing that Aztec mask. Well, he pulls off. Okay, in. that's what it was. It was a mask because yeah. I was like, did he just pull off his face to no, have yeah, another yeah, yeah. face underneath? That's a great shot of 
just that mask looks cool and then yeah grandpa grandpa looking at him he looks like some kind of like lost in space alien it's really awesome yeah anyway well yeah once he tells him i'm your grandson he goes oh okay well never mind then let's just go back to your house and then what i love is like that that's when like so they go back to the house and the first thing they do is they're like let's get them fucked up and go drunk driving <laughs> like they just get them loaded and you should give them a ferrari or give them, they give them some muscle car and they it's, just yeah it's a uh yeah is it a ferrari whatever i, I forget I, he says them he says what it is but they just get loaded and then they they drive around they, the, the guy just found out what a car was hey. and he's like yep this is how you drive it let's get yeah. fucked up and drive it around yeah uh and i noticed in that scene i had a thought because they they go drive around and then they cut and it's charlie it's just charlie and gramps laying on the ground looking up at the stars and they're drinking just and gramps is saying like oh the stars were much clearer back when i was but it's like i always wonder in in shots like this how the two guys and and not to be not to be homophobic at all it's not that it's not that kind of thing but it's like the two guys laying next to each other with their arms around each other looking up at the stars they're just a couple buddies having some drinks whatever but like how did they decide to get into this position like they say hey (laughs) did charlie say hey gramps come over here no 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 closer no closer closer and like put his arm around It's and not. They, in, it's not even like they're in anything. They're not in a car or anything. They're right. outside. They're, they're sitting just laying in the bushes next to a tree. Yeah, like they could both be sitting anywhere, but they are. They're just bundled up. Like, like if you and buddy. I went out, if you and I went for a drive, you know what? No, I've I, gotten lo- I've gotten loaded and like walked around with my arm around somebody. Okay. Like that's not crazy. But you didn't end up like laying down looking at the stars together. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of weird nights. You know, it's just. Yeah, you have that tooth story, man. <laughs> One of these days, you got to tell people about your tooth story. <laughs> but it's just hilarious because it's like a grandpa zombie, and then Charlie, whose character just totally changes, like takes a one eighty, you know, from when he shows up to when he's at this point, basically. I mean, he's still like the irresponsible friend, but in fact, yeah, I mean, but he's yeah, he's not. He's a sweat. Like, he's not. Yeah. The first scene that he's in is like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. When he pulls up in his car and he like is basically driving with his feet or something. Like that. Yeah. I mean, although so he rolls up and he's he 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 hits like the statue. Yeah. It's like home alone. The style. Front house. Yeah, it, exactly. And like maybe he wasn't as drunk as he seems. Because everybody hits the statue. It's a running gag in the movie. It's right. the Home Alone gag. Right. So maybe he wasn't that drunk. I mean, maybe he's just a loud asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so they get all fucked up with him. And then they... Don't they go back and they watch TV now? Yeah, he it, shows them the TV. Or is it the Kleenex TV. scene? I can't remember. And it's the same scene. Oh, he's okay. laying around and he's watching TV. And then Gramps he's is like the pulling Kleenex all the Kleenex out of the box. He's like, they, where are they coming from? This is crazy. <laughs> I love this is like a huge political statement, though, when he's watching TV and he's flipping through the channels and he's like, I hate all this shit. He's like, he gets to the Ronald Reagan movie. And he's like, especially this Ronald Reagan. Like, how did he learn 
who Ronald Reagan was <laughs> by just flipping through the channels and landing on a Reagan movie. It's not like they say in the movie, like they call him Ronald Reagan. And by the way, he's the current president. Um, I for I didn't even pick up on. That. I mean, I picked it, up and, on that. He, he stops like, at Reagan. And, yeah, he stops at Reagan. and He says like, and this Ronald Reagan, he couldn't find his way out of a basket of shit or something like that. <laughs> You know, like so. Who these guys clearly didn't like Reagan and his politics, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, they they're and they're like uh, they're just like hanging out, sitting on their chairs like back. They got their chairs like backwards. I did like that scene like where he's like he's telling them they're all just getting loaded and he's telling them stories <laughs> about the old west. Yeah. But then like then they go then they go upstairs, and like and there's a there's a full on Halloween party. Like there's yeah. a like you know. I mean, there's a hundred people in their house, and Charlie's like, "I forgot to tell you, I invited people over." And it's like, it's like already happening. Yeah, it's already in full swing. Dude, I want to go to a Halloween party like that someday. I've never so do I. And I, you'd think they'd be. I tell you what, I'm trying to have one in October. And really? I, yeah, I've had Halloween, but I've had Halloween parties where that's the worst, man. When you have a Halloween party, yeah, and like three or four people show up, but like they're in full costume, then it's the worst. Then it's like six people <laughs> in costume in a house and it's fucking weird. And the thing was my, my wife is like more people than, because th- when I tell the story, I say like three, six more people showed up. I'm like, yeah, but they all showed up at like, some guys showed up at 11. Some people showed up at seven. Like there was never more than like six people at a time. <laughs> and then, so we want to throw like a Halloween party like that this year. Cause we have a new house and everything. And I'm like, I don't want to do it unless you can guarantee me like 50 people at this. I'm fucking surprised party. you want to do that with two kids. What are you gonna do with your kids? I don't know. Put, put them in plastic in bags. Figure it out. I don't know. They've got they've got their own rooms. <laughs> you know, other people have kids. I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> other people have kids, but they don't throw like Halloween keggers. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure. It'll be interesting. But I'm gonna that's try awesome. and do it this year. That's awesome. But anyway, um, yeah, I want to go to a Halloween party. Like, I can't yeah, believe that they're not as common. They, you know, the way you watch movies. Dude, the last, real quick, the last Halloween party, that, <laughs> legit party that I was at years ago, because I usually just do hand out candy now, but years ago, I went as David from uh, Lost Boys. <laughs> My girlfriend at the time was Star. And I had like, we looked and she looked really good. I looked insane because I had this weird, like, I have a shaved head, but I had this weird blonde wig that came out of the package deformed. So it, mm-hmm. it looked nothing like. <laughs> and then we're sitting there at the party waiting for my brother to show up. And in walks like two people that I thought I recognized. One was his girlfriend dressed as like the chick from uh, Nightmare Before uh, Christmas. Sally. Sally. No, I'm sorry. She was dressed as somebody else. The other person was Sally. And I look at I look at this other person and I'm like, who is this chick? And then it speaks and it's my brother. (laughs) I had no idea that it was him. (laughs) Great costume, but terrifying to find out that it was him. Um, Anyway, continue the Halloween party. This is where Kane Hodder shows up. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Like, yeah. So they're having the party, and then Gramps comes up, and he's like, "I thought they were gonna like go fuck and be like, is he gonna get laid?" Because he starts like dancing with this girl, Gramps. and I was like, "Fuck, what are they gonna have that scene?" But they didn't. 
he's a big hit at the party because everyone just thinks he's in costume. And yeah, and then Kane Hodder just comes up the stairs in like full jacked barbarian makeup. Right. Goes, grabs the crystal skull and walks back upstairs. Yeah. And goes back to his dimension. I, they say it's the Stone Age. Right. But this house just is, has like, like I portals. Guess like portals. Yeah. Portals. That's so they really chase him. Uh, Charlie and 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 I guess and it's established that okay, well, if Gramps doesn't have the crystal skull, he, uh, you know, whatever he dies, so they're like, we got to go get it. So Charlie and him, and this is when they're about to go in, and they're about to go into this closet because they don't. Oh, they open the door in the jungle in there. So like, okay, Charlie has an Uzi like yeah. in his trunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Charlie's like, like, hang on, yeah. goes and gets his Uzi. <laughs> which, which Uzi's like, I love that it's an eighties, an eighties staple as far as guns go. But yeah. like, why an Uzi? Like, what, what, is, what, what is the decision to make the Uzi the default eighties gun? I don't know. I remember when I heard what an Uzi was. I was like, those are. I, I still think they're cool guns. I mean, I don't know and much about guns, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, they they just looked really cool. They must have been in some movie. I think it was like a Chuck Norris movie or something. See, I was thinking like might might have been like a Boys in the Hood type movie. Oh, uh, really? But I don't know. I know that the in the eighties <clears throat> and early nineties, the Uzi was the gun to have. Yeah, I love yeah. that he has one in his trunk. Yeah, well, then he says, "What about me?" And he's like, "Oh," and he gives him this tiny gun. This like it's like a pea shooter. Yeah, it, I'm. I'm thinking. Yeah, I was gonna say like a PP7, but it's not even that cool. It's James Bond's gun. PP7. Yeah, it's a PP7 in the game, but it's a PPK in real life. PPK. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Mental note. The only thing I I don't know anything about guns. I just know guns in video games. Um. <laughs> so anyway. So they go in with their P. P they go in and Uzi into and, the jungle. Uh, and there's like a literal brontosaurus in there. Right. They have to get around. They find this giant. <laughs> they find the skull. I don't remember where they found it. But then a pterodactyl comes and steals it and brings it up on top of this like mountain. <laughs> and no, it's not, is it is it a mountain or a tree? Because I guess it's a tree. One yeah, of them climbs tree. it. One of them climbs it. Charlie or not Charlie. Uh Jesse. Jesse climbs the tree while Charlie just sits at the bottom and just talks shit to him the whole time. And when he gets up, there's a baby pterodactyl that has it in its mouth. And he's this... to fight the, he has to fight this baby pterodactyl. Yeah. The mother pterodactyl comes back, flips out. He falls off the giant tree. They fall through the forest, like like and then into their basement. Right. And they oh, wait. The... Did we already see? Where's the scene where? Because oh yeah, okay. We don't get to meet the dog until they fall through, right? Wait, what dog? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, Cat, this, that, like, where does that dog come from? Well, Charlie. Oh standing, no, no, that's what happened. That's, Charlie's this is standing where, where it there. is. Yeah, Charlie's standing so, there. Yeah, and this thing is creeping. This thing is it's, on. It's on Charlie's leg, and he's freaking out. And that's, then it's that's one of my favorite scenes because, like, it's creeping through the underbrush or whatever. And then while Jesse's climbing the tree and then it attacks Charlie and Charlie's like, save me. It's eating my leg or whatever he's saying. I remember 
when I was a kid, just laughing my ass off. Like, it's not eating his leg, huh? It's just, a, it's, it's a caterpillar it, dog. It's like a, it's like a puppy mixed with a caterpillar. Caterpuppy. Yeah, it's, and it's like adorable. So they're like, oh, and he's like, okay, let's keep it. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite creature characters of all movies. This and the uh, little tiny thing from Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, okay. You know, that he put in his backpack. Yeah. Um, I fucking love it. And I, and this time around, I, I, had a, I, got, I got a new appreciation for the pterodactyl baby as well. Yeah, that was a pretty cool puppet. This scene. This, this this cat or puppy there's a bunch of scenes where he's late like laying or like charlie he's in a scene with charlie right and he's clearly a puppet on charlie's hand right oh yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like a watch of like Dude, there, if you google google cat or puppy or house two caterpillar dog yeah there is a lot of um like custom custom work and like uh like prop uh, plot prop replicas and stuff. People love that that creature, that character. I can see that. It's it's all over the place. Anyway, they fall through like the jungle, the floor, the ceiling, and end up in uh, the basement, right? Yeah, of the house yeah, where the where basement. where Grandpa is, where Gramps is. Yeah, and this is when the stupid scene. They're like, where? Oh, where'd the skull go? And then they go and. The, the baby pterodactyl's got it and it's running all over the house. Right. So they have to chase it around. They get it and they throw it in a cabinet. And Bill Maher, who saw Jesse making out with his ex-girlfriend, apparently. Right. Earlier in the movie. Bill Maher also shows up and is a fucking dick to everybody right away. Yeah. As usual. And he sees this girl kiss Jesse like, and he's like, whoa, whatever. So the whole time he's like, give him like the eye and all of this shit. He's trying to throw. He's trying, he's to, trying throw to throw Jesse, throw Jesse, under Jesse the I don't know. I don't. And he does, and it works. And then we never see him or the other girl again. Right. And the other girl, Charlie's girlfriend, leaves. Because okay, he's right. the manager. The he's the manager. But yeah, anyway. you get this three so company are... <laughs> scene where he's like, "I swear, I went back in time and found a pterodactyl, and this is and I dug up my old grandfather, and this is this." And they're like, "Sure, Charlie." And he's like, "Look," and he opens it up, and his ex girlfriend's in the cabinet, and it's like. I swear it is. It's, it is. It's 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 the three's company scene, and so they leave, and they never come back. <laughs> Which I love. I love. But it's and, great because you don't need like, you don't need the explanation, and it makes room for Aztec well, yeah, woman. What are they going to do for the rest of the movie? You know, right. like good, get get rid of them. It's it's like the shitty friends in uh in the gate. Good, right. leave. Right. If we're not going to kill him, then yeah, get rid of him. But that's the other thing. Bill Maher, I mean, Bill Maher, in any other movie that we watch, I mean, Bill Maher is getting murdered. Right? Yeah. Like, Bill Maher is getting killed. Sure. He's just I'll, a dick character. Even uh, Charlie's girlfriend, like, those would totally be characters in Ghoulies who do get killed. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so they, they all leave. And then... um so they give the skull, they get the skull from the pterodactyl by like giving it like some steak. They give it to Gramps and Gramps is like, okay, thank you. He goes to like put it in this, like the thing they have. And he gets jumped by these like Aztec, like priests. Ma- yeah. These like, like 
I don't know what you call it, these woolly bully like mask <laughs> Aztec priests. Yeah, yeah. And they like beat them up like like fifty street tops. They like punch Seriously, him and then dude. kick him in the stomach and they Seriously. Like... They like stomp this dude. Yeah. And then they steal a, the skull. And then and then I don't know, this might be my favorite delivery in the movie where like I think I think the whole morning goes by. Yeah. And uh Jesse finds Gramps all beat up and he goes, What happened? And he's like, They beat me up. There must have been forty of them and they whatever and then they stole the skull. And he goes to wake up Charlie, and Charlie won't wake up. And he's like, "Oh yeah." And he goes, "When he tells, he's like, hey, Gramps lost the skull.'" And he's like, "Are you?" They get the most re- the genuine reaction because he's like, "This is exactly what I would say." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? We just spent all night like in the Stone Age getting it back for him, <laughs> and he lost it already. Like, how irresponsible is this guy?" Yeah, <laughs> like, that's awesome. I love though when he's trying to wake him up. He's like, he's like Charlie, Charlie, and he starts like shaking him, and he's like, like violently shaking him. Violently shaking him. It was like, yeah. That anyway. So they have to go back to like Aztec, like I don't know, Aztec times and fight. Oh wait, 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 wait. Never mind. Take that back. Yeah, because they're trying to figure out. Well, how do we get there and all this stuff? And then John Ratzenberger just shows up right so this is like this is like a really unique thing that this movie does i feel like they knew that they had a celebrity in ratzenberger from cheers and i feel like they knew that they were intentionally trying to continue what the first movie did with norm and have the duo in the second movie and whatever i feel like this was all really intentional and I love that they give, because of that, they give Ratzenberger this, like, it's like the movie stops. Yeah. And it turns into this, it's not the Cliff Clavin show. It's like, he's like this adventurer, like right off the bat. I mean, he's is, playing Cliff Clavin, though, being like, ah, oh, you got, and the whole time, you don't know, you don't want to get, because that's the other thing. They establish in the beginning of the movie that there's a switch in the in the house that doesn't work. And he right. goes, ah, your wife called me. Uh, and he's like, look, and he's putting all this weird shit up against the wall. He's an he's electrician, like, right? Yeah, he says, I'm the electrician. And he's like, and he's spitting a bunch of like, oh, uh, I like a bunch of like, uh, is it going to be expensive? And this, like, he's a shady electrician. And you're like, okay, yeah. what's going on here? You can't, like, yeah, it's hard to get a read on him until he starts doing what he does. Like, he's, he's checking out the outlet and he pulls the outlet out and it ends up like, he pulls and he pulls and it's like a rope almost. Yeah, all it's these wires. a hole in the wall. And it rips a hole in the wall. And then while Charlie and Jesse are like, they're trying to figure out, they're about to go into the chimney or whatever, the fireplace. Cliff comes in and he's like, you guys need to come into the other room. They're like, not now. He's like, you guys need to come into the other room. And they go in and he's like, looks like you got a hole to another dimension here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just natural. I mean, we find out, we, we find out, at the end of his scene, his business card literally says electrician and adventurer. and adventurer. But but this whole time, it's literally like the movie stops. The house two stops, and it becomes this like like it's like swashbuckler. Swa- like yeah, shit. like it's like. A, but he they pulls out a sword out of his toolbox. He goes into his toolbox right. and moves all the tools, and he's got like a 
like a pirate sword. Yeah. And well, so do they. Like, oh, I guess I should go with you. But they do it. I feel like they do it specifically because to to highlight him as an actor that they got him. Yeah. Because at the time, else. at the time, Cheers was at its peak. 1987. Yeah. Cheers was at its peak. I feel like they were like, all right, let's use this to let's <laughs> let's squeeze as much as we can out of this, and they just turn it into the Ratzenberger show. Yeah, and that's it. It's, he I grabs mean, this his is a character hasn't been in the movie, right. mentioned, right? Nothing. Walks into this movie, kicks its ass, and then just like right, walks off. Yeah, I totally. <laughs> like it's not mentioned again. And when he, and, and when he, yeah, so they go in this hole. He like he uses his string. Again, with the string, the first movie had some string, man. He's got some string now, too. He uses his string to, like, mark his path. The three of them go in. They see the Aztecs about to, like, kill this virgin. And they just, they save her. It, all of a sudden, Charlie and Jesse are both these, like, swashbuckling yeah. par- parkour experts. And Charlie's like, got a weird line right here, too. What does he when say? They're about to sacrifice the virgin. And he goes, is she a virgin? I've never goes, seen one. He goes, I've never seen one before. What does that mean? What what kind of a thing is that even to say? Like, have you seen children? Like, what do you mean you've never seen a virgin? What does that mean? What a weird, children. dopey, like, That's bro the thing to say. thing I've ever heard in my life. Have you seen children? Like, is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, then they go, and they, they go, just, yeah, it turns into, like, Indiana Jones like yeah. type shit. They're climbing on stuff. They're kicking. They're, they're swinging. They're like, they're yeah. punching guys. Yeah, yeah. And they rescue this virgin, this woman that's about to be sacrificed right. with the skull. And when they they're 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 leaving, they're like, we don't know the way back. He's like, follow the string, and he's like, I'll hold them off. And they go yeah. through. They go through. They make it back, and all of a sudden, he's already there. He's already back. <laughs> Like that was like I was like, are they gonna kill Ratzenberger? What are they gonna do? And they just they just all leave him in there, and then when they get out, he's already waiting for them. Totally, he's like, hey, uh, if you guys ever need anything else, uh, here's my card. And he looks at the card and says, like, electrician and adventurer. Like so good, and that's it. Then he's not in the movie again. Like, dude, you can't do it. What is that? You can't do it now. I don't. I'm I'm guessing he's still alive. Right, oh, he's dead. Yeah, he's still alive. He's in all the Pixar movies. Oh, okay. But I, you, I don't know. I don't know what kind of physical shape he's in. But man, I would have loved a whole movie of this character. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, you could probably do it animated if you wanted to. I mean, yeah. he, he, you know, he, he, he does still does voice work. Okay. I mean, it's you dude. know what you know what it, it, you know what his scenes like. It's like. It's like the um, everybody wants some video in Better Off Dead, where it's just like, where the hell did that come from? And uh-huh. why is it in the movie? It's in the middle of the movie. And then it just, okay, yeah. that, that's done now. We just did this giant claymation sequence. Yeah. And we're just going on to the next thing. That's what this is. And it's it's great. Yeah. And yeah, it, it seems like they're setting it up to be like, okay, if we do another one of these, let's put this guy in it. Right. You know? Man, how cool would that have been if, like, if he was in the first one and, and they had just continued, like, him showing up? Because when he yeah, does, when he, do, when he does first show up, you get this feeling like he, like, you have seen him before, but you haven't, and it's like, what the hell is it? What what is this? What's going on? 
It's so good. And then, he's great, uh, man. I don't know how that guy's not in everything. That is really is that really him or somebody who looks like him in in Empire? I think no, it's really him. It is really him. Okay. Yeah. I've always been like, no, it's not him. It's somebody who looks like him, but I guess it is. I think it is him. I'm ninety percent sure it's him. It would make sense. I mean, what Cheers didn't start till eighty two. Empire yeah. was eighty. So um, I have a lot of weird facts about Cheers that I'm that are on the tip of my tongue, but I'm going to hold them. Like, <laughs> right. It's about like, well, you know, he actually did this. He went yeah. in for Norm, but he didn't. You know, oh, there's a lot. Oh, there's a lot of little fun facts about John Ratzenberger. Um, there's also, I guess we can get into it when we talk about if it holds up or not. But there was some. There was a line in this Ratzenberger scene that wouldn't hold up today <laughs> yeah there wasn't and it's, it's weird how much it takes you out of it now you know it it only does because you're like looking for you're like and not even looking for it you're but not just looking like, for it but you just Jesus. know that you just know that it wouldn't it, it's not acceptable today but again i guess we can talk about it later but it doesn't for me it doesn't color the use of the word doesn't color the scene the scene still is totally amazing um yeah no no yeah, it's anyway, a type of situation. Yeah, yeah, totally. But um, right after this is when they have this awesome, weird family dinner with, uh, like, Jesse, Charlie, Gramps, Aztec Lady, and the Pterodactyl and Caterpillar Dog all sitting at the table. And this, <laughs> I remember this. I remember when I was a kid seeing this and being like, and Jesse even says, like, I consider you all, this is my family now. I consider, he's lost his girlfriend, he's, you know, this whatever. This all, all happened over 24 hours. Yeah, totally. And, and when he says that, I remember when I was a kid thinking, like, this dude is the luckiest guy ever. Like, he's got, because even though I was a kid, I knew that the Aztec lady was attractive. He had... Like his his best friend, zombie grandfather, zombie grandpa, and <laughs> two of the greatest pets you could ever have in in the world. His zombie cowboy grandfather. Yeah, yeah, and the, 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 the caterpillar dog and the pterodactyl. And I love the pterodactyl in this scene where it's hungry, you know, and it does that thing where it's like it's like whining, and yeah. then it like opens his mouth really wide and just whine. It like holds it. I just I don't know. I I love this scene and I love the. This is something that I could. It's almost like it got this Pee Wee's Playhouse vibe to it, like just like a bunch of misfits <laughs> thrown together. Yeah. I've always loved that idea. Um, but yeah, they they de- they deliver the food and they take the. This is great. They lit off the, the food. tray. They pull up the tray. The yeah, they pull up the. the and the all cover. of a sudden, it's Tex Hex, and he like yeah. rises up out of the. That's table. a great shot. Yeah, it is really. It is. We finally get the villain shows up they do the whole like shootout the cops show up the cops are like what's going on in there gunfire and all this stuff oh yeah that's right and jesse like blows his head off that Um, was that that was one of my favorite parts i laughed out loud once so jesse blows his head off bit by bit after no the guy the the tech tech shoots um he shoots gramps right you know and then they run around for a while. There's a whole yeah. thing where they're yeah. But anyway, it all comes to a head where they he basically shoots him in the head three times with a shotgun. So he's running right. around without a head and you think that's the end of it. And then 
the headless body pulls out a shotgun to shoot Jesse and he ducks and he goes through the window and shoots one of the cops. (laughs) (laughs) Like shoots the, the like head cop. Yeah. Right. Who's been like, Hey, you better fuck. You better, you better let us in. Yeah. And he just, that part, I was like, Whoa, how do you come back? (laughs) And then all the cops, that's another crazy thing. All the cops just start unloading all their guns into the house. Right. Like, and I'm, I like, I'm, I love that. And any movie where I'm like, how the fuck are you gonna get out of this one? Right. You know, like, what are you gonna do? Right. And, and the, the cops blow everything up. The whole house start like burns down. But we get like, and they and they take out Tex Hex. Yeah. But we get the ending with I love I love this scene. Like, there's Jesse. <laughs> Jesse's still in the house we see in the house is burning and whatever the cops are shooting and we all all of a sudden we see jesse with uh the caterpillar dog under his arm and the skull and he's got gramps over his shoulder like this 200 pound man over his shoulder and he walks into this light basically and on the other side of it it's like old western universe yeah and all of a sudden he's got like he buries Uncle Jet or uh, he buries Gramps, Gramps. Yeah, and he's got like a horse and wagon with. His, yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's got a horse and buggy his, with his, his family, like, his family new family, again, Aztec lady, and Charlie laying in the back with like. Is the pterodactyl with him? Yeah, the pterodactyl's off to the side. <laughs> I made sure to look for that. Pterodactyl's <laughs> playing with like a sack of shit off to the side. And like Charlie's laying there with the caterpillar dog on him, and he's yeah. just smiling. Like this—it's just the weirdest thing. Like I said earlier, it's like Jesse's got this Aztec lady, and Charlie has the caterpillar dog, and he's like got this weird smile. Like I'm good, man. I'm all good. Let's go. And you know they get in the horse and buggy and and live a western. <laughs> and that's the life. end of the movie. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the end. Live a western life. So- that's the end of House Two. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man i love it i love it i it, the, the only thing they would have made it better is the pause the pause it's ending the, oh yeah you know it, it really was like, like a, pa- what if it had, what if the ending was when charlie's laying in the back with the dog and the pterodactyl and he has that weird smile and they just paused and freeze framed on charlie's smile yeah <laughs> and like that was the end of the move it was if- it would have been awesome um yeah they just literally ride off into the sunset with this weird and like that's what's so weird about it is like explaining the plot of this movie to somebody and there's a scene where he has to do it like he has to like say no we went we went we dug on my old grandfather and now we we went back in time and we got this like it's so weird but it works that's the thing like the the tone is consistent throughout the movie you know and i see what you're saying now between the two um I guess, but you know, that's the thing about the '80s and why I love it so much. '80s movies, especially horror movies, you don't—they didn't—they didn't feel like they needed to explain themselves, and so they could no, have—they yeah. could have a toneless movie or a, a movie that went in all these different directions. The thing with the original house, though, it's like—is this a kids' movie that I showed my kid? I wouldn't. I mean, no, yeah, you know, it really does. Just, that's, that's almost just thing. for the opening scene of the ant hanging herself. You know, it's like it. It feels like an episode of the Twilight Zone, or like it feels like it should be an anthology. It feels yeah. like it should. It's a short film. You know, yeah. 
the first one and the second one is definitely something that like it's definitely more more not family friendly but like if your kid if you catch your kid watching it on hbo or whatever you're like oh yeah cool no problem yeah there's no i would you could definitely show you could show an eight-year-old this movie right you know yeah did it age well yeah i mean i i I enjoyed it yeah you know the one thing it didn't was the you know what does he call it? He just says, he just says, don't be a fag. Like, yeah. They're walking point. with their, in the Ratzenberger scene, they're walking through the, the, uh, catacombs. Like the Aztec. Yeah. And Charlie's like, Ooh, and he's like, don't be a fag. And it's like, <laughs> so on, unnecessary. It's, like, it's just weird that that was the go-to word. It's like, but it, but they weren't, I mean, saying, it was 1986. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like it was that's how a, people talked. They weren't saying, don't be a gay man. They were yeah. saying, don't be a pussy. Yeah, exactly. but instead the two words were synonymous with right. each other, and it's just yeah, you wouldn't do that today. It's not acceptable, but it that's why I say it. <laughs> it didn't color the scene because you know, you know where you know what the intent. I guess where the intent is coming from. But you have a favorite character. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Ratzenberger. I mean. Yeah, he steals I, yeah. the show. He, he totally does. He steals the whole show. And that's something, uh, yeah. That's another thing that's so so unique about this movie is that they allowed that to happen, like allowed that scene stealing happen, because it really makes you look at the rest of the movie and be like, "Oh, I wish that was going on this whole time," you know? Yeah. Now we're left with Jesse and old Gramps and smiling Charlie, you know, like whatever. But yeah, totally, he's the best. Yeah, he was the best. I wish he was in more things. If he wasn't in it, is there another character that you like? I like Gramps a lot. Really? I really like Gramps. I like the makeup. I like the whole he's he's bummed that he's old. Yeah. That's a hard that's a hard scene when he like realizes that he's old and he looks in the mirror and whatever. And he's like, I'm just an old zombie fart or something, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Merch. I don't know. Uh, funny enough, I one of the facts on IMDb to aid in the promotion of the movie, a number of giveaway items were sent to theaters. These included uh, Crystal Skull Nightlife, Nightlight, and Caterp and Caterpuppy figurines. No shit, there's a yeah. vintage Caterpuppy out there. Apparently, uh, yeah. For the, I, that's crazy. I'm gonna look for that. If anybody out there has one, send it my way. That would be awesome to have. I would love to have that. Yeah. That's I wonder. Really cool. I wonder what how it looks. You know, I'm gonna look at because every time I I've I've looked at the I've looked those up before, and I always thought that they were just newer like resin, resin copies or resin toys or new new stuff, custom stuff that people made. But there aren't are there any deaths in this movie? I, I guess don't think anybody besides any, besides the, the villain, right? Uh, oh well, Gramps dies. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but um, that's it. So we haven't seen three or four. What would you like either a sequel to this movie or number three be? I would do a sequel to this movie, but I would, I would, I mean, it goes without saying I would want a spinoff movie of, of Ratzenberger. Right. But besides that, um, yeah, I would watch a movie about Charlie and, and, uh, in the West, like in the wild West. Oh yeah. That'd be great. Like they, what they find like another house and it's like yeah, a new house where they're <laughs> it's trying like a cabin or are they trying to get back to, to to where they came from i mean why that would almost ruin this ending you know what yeah, i mean I they're so happy there, like right they're just rolling with it like yeah we guess we're gonna live here now 
That's crazy. Like, what a weird ending. It is. Um, all right. House one and two, man. In the books. Yep. I'm glad that uh I was so like <clears throat> after house one, I was like because I had I had heard I I had assumed house two was worse, so I was like, fuck. Okay. But and then but then again, I came around to house a one, but it was a. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think I, house two was a pleasant surprise. I've never heard anybody, you know, better or worse. I think it's just more that house one is, is more iconic as far as like its place in horror. And like with this movie, it's not a horror movie. It's this movie. I don't even know how you'd categorize this movie. I guess just like a adventure. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, you could definitely show this. T- I mean, this one's rated PG. The first one's rated R, but this one's rated PG 13. Yeah. I love the idea of I'm really curious to see the three and four, even though three apparently is more intense. They had intended it to be the next movie in this franchise. So really cool to see if they I'm really curious to see if they continue the anthology feel of it. I'm I'm curious to see if like, you know, uh, what was his name? Like uh, Ethan Brian. Wiley and Fred oh, Deck, yeah. like if any of them are involved, Oh yeah, you know, right. I have a feeling they were not, but I'll have to look that up. We have a new idea to implement, right? For yeah, for how we're we're gonna choose movies. We're still gonna stick with the alphabet, like we're doing. But Kevin wants to make a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe spontaneous. I mean, you know, if it doesn't work, yeah. we can go back. But like, right. you know, I I I suggested that we pick. I is next. So I, like Adam out. would pick the I movie or I would pick the I movie and it would be, and then the other person would do the, Jesus, what is it? J, J movie, you know, and right. You know, without anybody knowing, without any pretext. So Kevin's picking I this well, week. Well, I would say like at the end, like at right, this is when we would announce what right. next week's movie is. And it's going to be it a complete be... surprise for the other person. And it'll either work <laughs> or it'll drive us nuts. Um, should we should we should we establish a veto? Oh, okay. You yeah, get one right. veto. You get one veto. We can't do this like I veto you veto. None of that stuff. Oh, so I you, was thinking like you ve- Okay, you get one veto per alphabet. Like you know what I mean? Like for the for the whole alphabet. Like if you oh, use okay. the veto at at I. All right, I like done. That. You don't have any more vetoes. That works. But we I each like have that. a veto. I like that. All right, so we each have a veto. Veto. Vito cousin Vito Corleone. Yeah. Um all right, so you're doing I. You're gonna pick I, right? Um I can yeah, I could I guess so. I'll pick I. Um what do you got? What are we watching for I? Shit, what were the ones we just had the list out? <laughs> uh, it was uh I know what you did last summer, Idle Hands, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. What was the other one? There was another Oh, um Interview with the Vampire. Interview with the Vampire. And I am legend, but I'm sure you were. I am legend. Me. So you're picking I am legend. No, I hate <laughs> I hate that movie. And I hate, you hate the lion. You don't hate the movie. I I do. I hate everything about that movie. Um, you know what? I think it would make an interesting movie to do Idle Hands. All right. Because it's it's very much of its time. I yeah. You know, and I'm Is sure it, you haven't seen it in in forever. I haven't. If I if I've seen it at all. I know what it's about, and I have seen at least parts of it, but it it was when it came out. And I'm curious if it holds up like, 
Because I, I remember I didn't I, I I dismissed it because it had Devin Sawa in it. And I don't even know who that is. He was like on all the. I mean, I I I didn't give him a fair shake, to be honest. But he he was on all the 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 Teen Beat magazine covers. You know, he oh, looked okay. like a Backstreet Boy, but he was <laughs> you know. I mean, he's an SLC punk. He's done quality stuff. Okay. Um, you know, it's not his fault, but he he's in Casper. He plays. The human Casper. Yeah. When Casper turns into a human at the end of the movie. Is that like Powder? No, Casper the Friendly Ghost. They're not like related or something? No. No. Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> but Casper, uh, I don't know. Anyway, All right, it's, I, it's, it's very much of its time. It's, I think it's, it's a, like 1999-ish. It's late, a, it's late 90s. Late 90s. And I'm I'm fully expecting it to not hold up and be bad. And it, well, like to say to say not hold up means that it was like acceptable when it came out. It, it, was it? I don't know. No, I mean like okay, like the Scream movies were. I don't think the Scream movies would hold up now, even though I loved them when they were coming out. I think they do. I've re, I mean I watch those regularly. Really? Well, I watch the first one regularly the sequels come on whatever but the first scream movie is one of my favorite it's like in my top 15 20 movie, like horror movies okay horror movies it, yeah that's the thing this is a different era of horror movies that we don't we, that we rarely talk about you yeah. know we usually talk 80s yeah and i feel like there's even though it's probably really bad yeah i don't know should we change it up no we, i think we should do it i think we should stick with it Cause okay. I like I want to uh, I have no bar for it, so I have no ex- expectations other than I know it's gonna have like probably a '90s cast that I kind of recognize. I remember when it came out, I was like, "What is this? Why is everybody talking about it? I don't want to see it. Should I see it? I don't know." So yeah, Idle Hands next week for Letter I. If if it sucks, it's Kevin's fault. <laughs> um let's see what else if you guys uh have it here somewhere we have a brand new uh itunes review where is it here it is this is from uh charlie aka ronan logan x uh charlie says great times this is my favorite type of podcast where it's a couple of friends just having a great time talking about something that they are passionate about in this case it being horror movies I definitely recommend a listen. Thank you, Charlie. Now, for those of you who don't know, we have a contest going. Once we get 10 reviews or comments or whatever uh, on either iTunes or on our home, which is Podbean. Uh, I know a lot of people don't use, you know, some, a lot of people don't use iTunes or I stuff. So you can always go over to Podbean, uh, podbean.com. Um, death by podcast and you can leave us a comment over there or a review uh, and you don't have to have it's just a website so check us out there check us out on itunes leave us a comment leave us a review and once we get 10 of them we're going to throw you all into a bucket choose one name and you're going to get a D- brand new demon knight blu-ray so we're we're at four so far we only need six more and if you want to find us on social media you can check us out on Instagram at Death by Podcast. I think that's, is that everything? I think so. 
that was a that was probably a bit of a marathon i don't know exactly how long we went but if you're listening to this thank you for listening next week we have idle hands for all you all you 90s kids out there i think that's it what else you got kevin um i got nothing i got a graphic novel on amazon called timewise if anybody wants to check it out awesome find me on instagram at uh the other kevin kroll the other kevin kroll uh and that's like crawl like the movie which is a great movie yeah oh you know what that was an analogy that i was going to use earlier when talking about the first house what's that it's that okay so have you seen you've seen crawl yeah love it okay my big thing when i watch i mean i like it too um but i feel like ken marshall the guy who plays the lead is kind of a nothing deal and liam neeson's in it in a supporting role Right. And I've always thought if Liam Neeson played the lead, the movie would be, it would be much better, you know? And that was the vibe I got during the first one. Like I said, now I, I'm watching, I'm just like, I just want Bruce Campbell. I just, I did, I just, <laughs> it just made me want to watch Evil Dead. <laughs> like sh- fighting fight the fish. I was like, Yeah, totally. No. Uh, I totally get it. But know. just watch Evil Dead. You, I will. Yeah. And I've actually, otherwise, I, otherwise, it turns House into like an Evil Dead. Yeah, Spin but yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to... Oh, no, I'm gonna pro- uh, will either be Candyman or Evil Dead 2 tonight. Do Candyman, since you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll do Candyman. Awesome. So yeah, check Kevin out where he just said, if you want to find me, you can find me at AC Toy Design on Instagram. You can find me at Mom Gave Away on Instagram. That's all I got. Go find right. us, Death by Podcast on Instagram, uh, if you want to get in touch with us. And thank you for listening. House one and two in the books. And we will see you. I'm Adam. I'm Kevin. He's got a disease. Um, (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Adios. Adios.